Welcome back to the Garden State Revelry. Uh, tonight I'm going to go by Mikey Tencent. That's, um, well, let's face it, it's my rap name. I don't rap much, but when I do, uh, it's typically awful. Every once in a while I'll throw a gem out there, about six, six or seven bars worth, before I get lost in it. Um, but yeah, that's my story about my nickname tonight. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you, Jared? What's up, buddy? How you doing? It's your boy, Jerry. I just would like to say the the best bowler there is, the greatest bowler out there. I feel like I got robbed. If anyone's following our Instagram stories, it's a lie. Don't agree. Yep. That night, I won fair and square. He did. And uh, I'm the best bowler around. That's, you know, shout it out. Justice for Jerry. We're not going to mention the uh, scores because it was a disco laser light show bowling, and uh, everybody knows that doesn't count. It was a day filled with drinking as well, but I did get a through-the-legs strike, and I had, don't think I've done that in a long time, so I was proud. Amazingly enough, didn't make it on the story, unfortunately <laughs> yeah. for Jerry. Um, That's all right. But, but yeah, yeah. How have you been, buddy? I'm good, man. Good to be back up here. Feeling great. I actually feel pretty pretty good, too, myself. Yeah, yeah for a Wednesday, you know? Yeah. For, for like, a little shoulder-shruggy Wednesday. Eh. Oh, something. A little something, something. I was supposed to go actually shred some gnar with some of my hockey bros tomorrow. What? But the weather's been such shite, and it's we're gonna only be... going up to blue. It's going to be cold and windy tomorrow. Yeah, well, and that's why they were like, it's going to be cold tomorrow. I was like, well, yeah, but it's supposed to rain. Like, it's supposed to be disgusting all night. Like, thunderstorms and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I got out of there. Icy, I was just like, yeah. Windy. I, mm, they're yuck. skiers, so they got, oh. a little, they got a little bit better chance. That's okay. That's okay. No, I'm not saying anything down on skiers. No, I am. Is, they can do better. <laughs> no, they'll be better. What, what I'm saying is they... They'll grow up. They have two edges, you know? Like, yeah. You got a better chance of combating the ice whereas like eh, i don't want to be hit a vertical sheet of ice on blue mountain yeah a lot more control with them long feet that's right <laughs> yeah so not not gonna do that kind of bailed out of that but been been in the keto diet that's right we should talk well before we let's before we get into that yeah welcome 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 that's right that's right that's we are right. on episode 98 michael 10 cents 98 of the Garden State Revelry, man. Episode 98. And we are drinking Bud Light Seltzers. Why not? We've got a variety pack here. we got the mango, the strawberry, the black cherry, and the lemon lime we won't be drinking. The lemon lime is getting oyster. Not going to drink it. Terrible. (laughs) But I must say the mango is delicious. Yeah, mango's great. I Uh, wanted to get all mangoes. You know that. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Mango's the play. I actually, I had my first one at the Flyers game. I had a the 24-ounce, or the, the tall boy, whatever that is. I mm-hmm. think it's 24. But, yeah, I had one of those, and it was delicious. And the strawberry actually kind of tastes like real strawberries, not like a fake strawberry flavor. It's got like a strawberry, like a real strawberry flavor to it. Yeah, I don't mind the strawberry. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's, it's actually a good call because I don't see a lot of other companies making a strawberry. And not like, like, you know, you get the strawberry and it tastes like fake strawberry. This actually has like a kind of a st- actual strawberry taste. Hmm. Yeah. That's just interesting. It's all in the details, baby. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I just, yeah. But I Bud just, Light, I haven't even tasted so a lot of strawberry liqueurs ever. Yeah, Bud Light doing it. Nat, Natty Light did it. They did it first, by the way, but we have never tried those yet. Yeah. Ah, the seltzer game, man. 
it's just such a fad. It's it's yeah. crazy. Trendy. It's, it's like, you know, marketing's always been like that, right? One mm-hmm. good idea and everybody copies it. Yeah. But I feel like it's even more nuts now with social media. Like, you know, Trulies go up. White Claws go up. Every major brand makes a fucking seltzer. Yeah. Within the year. You got your high-class seltzers. You got your Bud Light seltzers. You know what is also sneaky sneaky good that um, is kind of harder to find is the Corona Refrescas. Oh, the, dude, they were sitting right under this. I was, oh, I was checking them out. Yeah, those things are fucking delicious. Apparently dude. truly made hard lemonades, too, that are low-carb, low-sugars. Yes, Alyssa has been texting me about these lemonades oh, for the last couple of days. Has she been drinking them? No, she okay. hasn't had them yet, but she's uh, all about them. She, she hey, Low-carb, low-sugar. That's what it's at. Yeah, and hence the reason we're drinking seltzers tonight. Yeah. Me and your boy, Mikey Mikey Bicyclikey. <laughs> oh. Bicyclikey? Sure. Yeah, okay. It makes sense somehow. <laughs> Me and Mikey the bike are back on keto, baby. That's right. We're, My, we're, I'm a first-timer. Mike's hardcore first-timer. I'm hardcore back in it. I need to get back on schedule trying to look super skinny for mm. summer. I'm going for abs. Going for hot boy summer. Dude, let's get abs. Let's do an abs comparison at the end of the year. Uh, going abs. The end of the year. That's that's the goal anyway. <laughs> Unless I get my own way, you know? But I don't see it, man. You know what you're going to start to notice, actually? Mentally, mentally pretty rigid for the past uh, five months or so. So I'm hoping to stay on that. You'll be good. I, th- I can already tell you're in it. You're in it to win it. You're you're stricter than I am. Not stricter. You you follow the you follow the rules. I'm just kind of more like, eh. I just like I do it the the medieval way, you do it like the twenty first century way. I mean, as long as your body's eating fat. Yep. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, I actually watched a good documentary on Amazon. Fat. Yeah. And if you haven't heard of it, check it out. It is called Fat, F A T. And yeah, my dad's a diabetic. And so I've been trying to find some sort of diet because, I mean, I know with diabetics, it's mostly diet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he hasn't been very active in very long. So it's like it wasn't going to be exercise that just like kicked him out of that. And after I watched that documentary, I was like, you know what? Let me look at some more information on this. And you just don't find a lot of things that say keto is horrible for you, you know. And the whole idea that lot. your doctor tells you not to eat it sort of debunked in the documentary. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give too many details away, but they're essentially like doctors who get eight years of school before they ever are a doctor spend less than a week on human diet and nutrition. And, you know, end up with a wealth of knowledge. Some, you know, some folks end up surgeons and, and things do amazing things, but you would think the human diet would play some sort of a role in there. I mean, and and it doesn't. So what your doctor is telling you, unless they're like a certified dietitian, you know, and even then, I think people have been misled by by a couple of things. Watch the documentary if you're more interested. There's there's a few key things that will just like prove to you right away that not everyone had the greatest of intentions with uh, human health. So the food pyramid that we were all raised on... (coughs) turns out was absolutely garbage for you it had like grains and oats and carbs as like the number one food that you should be eating Two, the sugar companies is is basically big pharma but of the food industry they've been pushing sugar you know forever right and the doctors have have 
pay off their their medical loans, their student loans. Like they're told basically just kind of like pharma, like you got to push sugar, you got to push these things that are owned by all these big corporations. I know we kind of got deep there yeah. already, but the the point is you learn a lot if you look into it just a little. There's like also other things. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I, literally what sold me on it from the documentary was that people were reversing type 2 diabetes, mm-hmm. not taking insulin anymore, not doing, you know, and if you know anyone with diabetes, it's it's a pain in the ass kind of disease that constantly monitoring things and essentially you're just counteracting the sugar. As you, as you intake sugar, you're counteracting it with insulin. It's mm-hmm. just like, and it's your body naturally does it if you're an active person who, you know, eats, eats a fairly healthy diet. Um, and even then you can, you can develop diabetes, you know, just genetically, but essentially you just don't eat carbs, which turn into sugar in your bloodstream and sugar, which is in everything. You come <laughs> to find out when you start eating keto, yeah, there's sugar in everything. And if you've already done your research, I, we apologize for the recap here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's the truth. And it, it's one of those <clears throat> things that I was like, all right, well, if it's going to work for my dad. Also, I was seeing things, watch a documentary. We, yeah. I, I don't have to narrate the damn thing for you. It's already, that they, they do a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon Prime, I saw it on. It's called Fat. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're on keto. I'm looking forward to the higher brain function if that if that ever comes for me. But I have had it much will. more consistent en- energy throughout the first three days. No crashes. Yeah. It's that higher brain function thing, it's like a mood slash like you just you feel less foggy all the time. And you'll get it. I get it. I get it. And it's literally my I feel happier. I'm like a happier person. I just, like, go through my days. It'll be, like, a Tuesday, and I'm not just like, oh, it's fucking Tuesday. I got four more days left, three days left in the week. I'm just like, doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. But that comes with time, and it is, like, a process, but it, it, it shows great results in all aspects, not just, like, the fit aspect. It also, you feel good. Feel like a human being again. Yeah. I, that was uh, one of my bigger sells with, with my people. Mm-hmm. I was like, every time Jared's on keto, I can tell <laughs> he's just like a little bit of a happier guy. Just a little chippier. Yeah, chippier is probably a better word, <clears throat> but it does it does come off like immediately. Yeah, yeah, and I I noticed that's why I've 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 always preached it. I mean, obviously, it got me uh, super skinny one summer, and I'm trying to get back there this summer because I kind of fucked off all winter. But I feel like my biggest like selling point to people when they ask me about it. Because, like, obviously when they, they're like, oh, my God, how'd you lose all the weight? I'm like, oh, I did keto. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. But, like, my biggest takeaway from doing it all the time is, like, I just feel good. Like, mentally feel great. Like, you don't get those, like, little moments where you're just lying there feeling, feeling sad for no reason. You kind of just, like, it's a positive outlook. Right. Yeah, and that's, I mean... I think it comes with doing anything, sticking to anything a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I could tell without you saying anything, yeah. like I, every time I've been like, "Yo, are you keto right now?" Because I thought you were. You've been like, <laughs> "Yeah, I am." Blah blah blah. <laughs> it's it's like I don't know. I I take that with like a kind of a bigger, broader picture, right? As from an outside perspective. Yeah, it's like, wow. oh, he's chippy. He's like, he's got energy. He's with it because we do these podcasts 
you know, fairly late on weeknights for a guy who gets up early in the morning every day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, you're just a little tired. There's sometimes, nothing wrong with that. Sometimes but, there's a little doldrum. But, yeah. I, I, <clears throat> yeah, but, I mean, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I'm glad that you're doing this journey with me because, like, I, I mean, at times I was doing it by myself. It kind of sucks. But now I got a partner in crime. That's right. And we can motivate each other. But long story short, do your research. Find what's right for you. We, we're just preaching the benefits we know so far. And uh, hence, long story short, we're drinking seltzers. <laughs> right. So anyway, Bud Light seltzers. <laughs> so anyway, Bud Light seltzers tonight. My gosh. My gosh. Uh, I did want to briefly touch on before we forget to because um, it's one of those things. And I, I will I will probably bring it up again in, in a little bit later in the show. But um, the Renegades and our whole idea of picking the coolest jerseys. Yeah. Uh, Houston. Smash people, one. Wait, they had the Oilers jerseys, which we didn't love, but I mean, obviously they're cool because they were already jerseys for the Houston Oilers. Yeah, but it's the, it's the uh, it's the logo we dug, right? For the Renegades. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then their gear wasn't that good. The jerseys are okay. Um, and you you liked LA stuff. Like you lo- you were you were kind of low key on it. Like oh, I don't mind that. And they they throttled last week mm. so we uh, betting by jerseys it's not in, it's not on DraftKings yet is it i mean we got a tough week coming up because um you know it's it's tampa bay la and seattle houston i mean houston seems like a lock to me um dallas houston oh we love the the word roughnecks that's that's what it was right for houston i mean we like the name Roughnecks, but we like the logo of the Renegades. Yeah, I I, I just remember liking the Renegades logo is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and their jerseys are pretty dope. So uh, I thought, yeah, cool. But the Roughnecks, they look tough. So that's that's going to be a good game. What did I say? Yeah, it's Roughnecks Renegades this week. Yeah. So I don't know how to bet that because... Sunday. I mean, fuck, man. We might just have to like go against each other, because not only have I not seen any gameplay, or do I know who's won or lost yet? I have only seen locker room celebrations, and I still don't know which team won. Slept through <laughs> some of the Renegades game last week. Not gonna lie, They're, they play at Seattle. I had it on not because I tur- tuned to it, because that was the previous channel that the TV was on when I turned it on, mm-hmm. and then I watched about six plays. Saw an interception and a touchdown, and then I fell asleep. Um, yeah, it was. So, I mean. <coughs> Sunday at 4, the Houston Roughnecks play the Dallas Renegades. We should have a gentleman's bet against each other, slash we'll, we'll do it through DraftKings. Who are you taking, the Knicks and the Gates? Or, or the Gates? Yeah, but I'm saying we should watch it at a bar together. Sunday? And we should make some content out of it. Okay. Um, I can watch first half because you know your boy plays hockey oh. on Sunday nights. Well, the Flyers got a big game against the Rangers on Sunday. I think midday too. So, no, yeah, I'm down for a Sunday fun day. I just no carbs, no sugars. You know, that gets tough. That gets tough. Tito's and club and seltzers, baby. That's right. Also, just hard liquor in general. You could do yeah, like a bourbon. I wanted to ask you. You you can you can't do too much bourbon, right? Because of the sugar content. I mean, it changes over to sugar, but I think the amount of drinks for it to actually like fully affect you 
is higher than you would think. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I know people drink on keto. That's for sure. Yeah. And also, like, there's, I mean, beers are tough because of the carbs, but they, there's a lot of low-carb beers out there where you can get away with having, like, three or four and still be fine. Really? Yeah. Like, Michelob Ultra, I think, is the only yeah. one I can remember. 2.6 2. carbs. Yeah. So you can, I mean, if that's the only carbs you're taking for the day, you could ultimately have, like, eight or nine of them. Well, that would be damn near impossible, as I'm coming to find out. I mean, if anyone, if anyone out there has done keto, woof. <laughs> Oh, with zero the... other carbs. I mean, you can't do it. It's true. You, that's it's true. just uh, you could, but that's bacon, butter, mayonnaise. I mean, a ribeye steak. I you know, there's just not a lot. I've done it. That has zero carbs. I've done it. Long. I've d- I've done the first day fast to get in before, like, when I'm feeling extra fat, like, if I had, like, a bad week, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm getting in, I'll do the 24-hour fast with the exogenous ketones and get back in. How the fuck did we get back on the ketosis? We're talking about the XFL. <laughs> well, we were, but then we realized we couldn't have a gentleman's bet. I mean, I'll gentleman's bet against you. With drinking. But I, you know, I would rather be able to watch the game. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's only fun if we're watching the game together. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm not gonna that. watch it by myself. No one is. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. Does anyone watch the XFL? I mean, to seriously, chime in if you do. Does I anyone have talk- any XFL gear yet? I talked to somebody last night that I haven't chatted with in a while. Um, uh, an ex-colleague who moved out to LA, and he just offered that information up to me. Like he was like. I'm into it. I'm jumping all in, blah blah blah. And I've been to all three home game or all all the home games so far. I think it was two home games that they had. And he's he's in LA. He was like, Yeah, it's just great that LA has a team and I was the like the LA Wildcats? I was like, Yeah, well fuck yeah, man. I'm, I I mean I love it. I I don't like Where do I, they play? Do they play part of football that makes it great is that it does go away for so long. And for, in my opinion, the True. NFL, like it's like I hate it. At a certain point, I'm like, just come back already. But I also, I need it. Oh, I love the break. I yeah. love the break. You need that break, baby. Yeah, I mean, Too if much you still of a do good aggressive thing. Sundays at all, it's, yeah, I guess it takes its toll. It's kind of nice. Kind of nice to have the break. All right, I'm going to ask you something on air. Do you want the last mango? I'll, I'll, I'll give it up. I was going to, I was going to give it up to you. Really? We can rock, paper, scissors for it. I think that's fair. Okay. Well, we have also have to announce what happens because otherwise it doesn't play. Okay. All right. You ready? Yep. Rock, paper. Rock. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, what is your middle? Do you do a pump before the rock? I do rock, paper. You got to have the tempo right. You were going rock, paper. Well, all right. Well, you say it. All right. And I'll, I'll do, do the, the tempo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot, paper. I Fuck. did scissors. You did it without saying it, though. Yo, hey. You saw. Oh, yeah, but they didn't see. I, well, I was I took my time because I wanted to deliver a line, a winning line, and now it's fucked. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you didn't say your answer. I was going to say I did scissors and you're cut. <laughs> That's a good line if you said scissors, <sighs> but you didn't say it. You know why it's hard? Why? Because I'm saying all three, and then I have to think of one to say. Yeah. That's hard. Well, I didn't mean we have to say it. Immediately when I said that, but I realized how that's confusing now. Okay. I meant we're going to have to announce at some point what we had. Okay, okay. So um, we'll throw it, and then we'll give it a second, 
and then we'll say what we had. Exactly. Okay, we're starting from scratch. No, that one has to that count. That does not count because uh, that was confusing. See, shit. now we have a whole debate no, no, about no, no. rock, paper, scissors. Wipe it clean. Wipe it clean. This is a friendly, this is a friendly rock, paper, scissors. This is a friendly rock, paper, scissors. I mean, I, I'm now I'm just inclined to maybe just give you the mango. Ooh. Maybe just you take we'll the mango. Do a, all right, we'll do a one and done. No, you can't do one and done. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wish Fuck I wish it. we had another Fuck opinion it. on this. Here you go. Actually, we, we here's, will come back. Here's to hashtag rege- redemption. Here's hashtag redemption jury. Redemption jury for the bowling bullshit. Y'all voted against me, and I won, and I'm a better bowler. Here's my redemption. You win that first one. I'm coming back with two in a row right now. Okay. Are you, are you throwing rock, paper, scissors, and then we'll announce it later? Yep. Okay. Are you ready? I'm in. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And we cut the paper. <laughs> You're cut. I'll be taking the mango. You'll be taking the mango. That was two scissors in a row. I didn't even mean to throw paper. My hand just went straight. I was going to throw a rock. God, that's hard to do so many things at once. You, you thought to throw a rock? I literally... Uh, tr- you would 100% been right. I tried to throw a rock, and I just threw my hand straight out. It's such a good game because there's there's so much mental in it. And I, like the first one is all luck, which is why you can never do. It. I put one in front of you, baby. That's a stroller. I'm gonna try to oh, black you, cherry. Oh, you don't want it. Um, so we're on to our third flavor. He's trying the black cherry now. But yeah, there's so much mental to rock paper scissors, dude. You can't just come out firing. Like you're sizing somebody up, and you're like, all right, blah blah. If you see the glint in the eye when it, like somebody's announced a rock paper or scissors, mm-hmm. like. You know already, okay, they're about to throw this, or they're about to throw that. The first one, it's all luck. No, you're, you're you going know on nothing. I disagree. You're going on nothing. What made you think I was going to th- not throw scissors? Listen, I'll tell you why. I wasn't doing it tonight. I'm off my game. It's been a while. I'm a little foggy. But I used to win a lot, and I used to do it. There's a secret method. You judge Are you people. giving out the magician's code? Yeah, you judge people. <laughs> you... <laughs> You determine... <laughs> Magicians, you d- I think you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> you determine the person you're throwing against. So everyone's a, everyone's a type of rock, paper, scissor. You think so? Yeah. You look at a person. Are they a rock? Are they a scissor? Or are they a paper? This is a little papey bitch throwing two papes in a row. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you. That's mental games. Because no one throws paper twice in a row. Nobody. <laughs> you? I knew you were a scissor guy. You're not a rock. You're not trying to smash people. You're not a bruiser. You're not a smasher. You're not proving your point. I am proving my point. I just fucked up. (laughs) You're not a smasher. You're not a bruiser. You're not a rock guy. No. You don't come out strong with the rock. You come out with the smarts, right? So you don't throw that rock because rock is for brutes. Rock (laughs) is for guys that want to hammer down on people. You're a brains guy. You're thinking, what should I throw? What should I throw? What should I throw? You know what your statistical smartest throw would be? Scissors. And it's not papes. That's that you. You're a brain guy, and you're not a paper guy. You know who was a paper guy? Pussies. Me. I threw <laughs> fucking two papers out like a dumb-dumb because I forgot my own rules. Dude, two papes. If you win, glory. But if you lose and you threw two papes in a row, See, no. See, that's like a guy who throws nothing but knuckballs. A guy who throws papes a lot, that's a knuckleball pitcher. Okay. I don't look like a paper guy. No, you don't. I'm not a paper guy. I'm you sandpaper, really if anything. <laughs> I'm all grit, baby. Yeah, I mean, I I will give you paper, guy. I don't know the sandpaper thing is. 
That's just that's just fun to New say. Categories. That's Who just... fucking came up with rock paper scissors? Is there like a wiki page for that? I can look it up. What a fucking great game! What a I mean, great how Google. many things have been settled without confrontation because of rock paper scissors? And that's I mean that's kind of what I was getting into is that. You cannot, and I, I don't care who you fucking are, I will rock, paper, scissors you for for the win on how you do this. You never throw just one rock, paper, scissors. And you're sort of combating me on this point by saying the first one's not all luck, but I don't think you disagree with me here, Jerry. I mean, you agree. It's best out of three. Yeah. No matter fucking what. No matter what, but if, if you can't get a read on a guy, then you got to try and... Then you start overthinking. That's the problem. Like I hear you. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, literally, okay, even if you learn the... or If you lose the first round, you're not in the weeds because <laughs> you always have... Like, you have a comeback in sight as long as you're cunning. That's, the, that's when the psychology actually kicks in, too. Yeah, I mean, it's big time. It's like, do you go back? Does he think you're going to go back with what you threw? Do you think mm-hmm. he thinks that you're going to go opposite what he went? Do you both do a switchy-roo? Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things you can't do. Can't do any of this bullshit, like, oh, this is this is a cherry bomb, whatever the fuck bullshit that was back in that the day. That doesn't even I don't exist, think people do that bro. since we were 13. Yeah, that doesn't but, exist, bro. But if you do, fuck that shit. And the, the other thing you can't do is just one. And those are the rules. You throw rock, paper, or scissors. You win or you lose. Best out of three. Dude, rock, paper, scissors is the oldest game in history. I, I mean, it makes so much fucking sense that it would I'm be. not just throwing a statement out there, ladies and gentlemen. We're looking at a page right now. It literally is the oldest game in history. Wow. The first mention of the game Rock, Paper, Scissors was in the book Wu Zazu. This book was written by the Chinese Ming Dynasty writer Zi Zhaozhi. That's not racist. That's exactly how it should be pronounced. I read that. They wrote the name. They wrote the game dated back in the time of the Chinese Han Dynasty, 206 BC, 220 AD. Blah 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 blah. The earliest form of rock paper scissors was created in Japan, called the Jankin. Uh, the spread of rock paper scissors in Britain in 1924 it was described in a letter. Anyway, they have this timeline. It says 2016 BC, Chinese Ming Dynasty. Writes that the hand game called Shudling, translated meaning hand command, was played during the Han Dynasty. That's fucking insane. But it makes so much sense to me because it really somehow just naturally diffuses any situation. Like, I would propose that it starts to get used at political events. Ooh. Like, you know, who's going to talk first tonight? That's a dangerous game, buddy. RPS? You want an RPS for it? Why? It's not dangerous. <laughs> There's nothing dangerous about it. There's clear-cut rules. Everyone knows. And when you lose, you fucking lose. Take it like a champ. It is what it is. You're not over here asking me for the mango because you really wanted it. You're like, damn, I threw two papes. Kind of chump throws two papes. Yeah. I mean, you're literally laying out Mad that, at myself. that you, you shouldn't have thrown two papes. Instead of being upset... Or, or, yeah, I mean, I, you either win or you lose, and you fucking know, one way or the other, and nobody complains about yeah, it. Yeah, not often you bitch about losing, because the onus is on you. One, per, one percent of the time, you get a bad egg, but mm-hmm. most of the time, if somebody knows how to play RPS, that's Wait. it. That's, that's the end of the squabble. Way to throw the word onus in on a conversation, Jared. Pat the bat. Ten dollar word. <laughs> My onus, Wow. 
Now spell it. Uh, 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 hold on, you talk for a second. I can't talk. <laughs> hold on. The, the black cherry is different. Uh, hold on, you talk. <laughs> uh, should we uh, go go to our, our special guest tonight? We don't have a producer tonight. We don't have a guest mm-hmm. in the studio. Um, but we do have a segment that we like to go back to from Just time to time. Just the keto boys tonight. Um... And I think I think maybe it's time to bring him in. Fuck it, let's do it, man. You got his uh, his track queued up. I'm rocking wild and free right now. I don't care, man. Drinking seltzers and I'm loving life. You see what I mean, people? You hear the chipperness. You can hear <laughs> it out there, can't you? Feeling good. Gonna be shredded by summer. Can't wait for my veins to be popping. All right, we're trying for a little segment we like to call "Going Green." Here. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. We were worried this could happen. He fell asleep. Oh, man. This guy. Your call has been oh, his pre-show interview. He was all queued up. Promises? We had a pre-show interview, and he was queued up. You know what? Promises were made. He got nervous. Ah, well, hey, maybe, maybe he'll call back. Mm. If he does. Oh, oh, oh. We've got him on the line. Oh, we've got him on the line. I would love to hear what he says when we call you answer. Separate lesson. Can we get much higher? So high. Can we get much higher? So high. What's up, fellas? <laughs> it's Mr. Josh Green. What's Josh. going on, Josh? What's happening? What's, What's up, happening? buddy? What's happening? How you feeling? I'm good, man. Hey, the abs are on. Who are they playing? The Preds? I, yeah. think, they have, I think they're playing the Preds. Mm. No, no, I don't no, think they're so. They're playing the Sabres. Yeah. They're playing Buffalo. Buffalo. Ooh, Buffalo's yeah. wearing the yellows tonight, throwing you off? No, 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 no. They, well, they, got the, they have the whites, but it's the yellow trim with the blue. And, and, uh, how far away from the TV are you? Well, uh, that's a great question. Great question. What's the score? I, uh, What's the score? One one. We're Ooh, good. We're, in the first, we're at the first intermission, so we just started the second period. I'm telling and, you, and uh, we look good to go. All the um, underdogs tonight. Mike, Mike, what are your biggest? Uh, you follow hockey more than I do, so I know there were a lot of moves that were made. So, what what were the biggest moves that caught your attention in terms of the NHL? I mean, I know there were, you know, trades and this and that. So, what well, in your mind, what, what were the biggest impacts? I can tell you the biggest you impacts on Mike's trades. Yeah, the Devils cleaned house. So, um, yeah, we we lost we lost a lot of players. I think league wide, though, I think uh, everyone was kind of on Chris Kreider watch, um, and he ended up staying in New York. And that was a big stay, and they got rid of that Shea guy. Yeah, who's who? Uh, one of our favorite podcasts, Spitting Chicklets. Uh, they really love him as one of the best looking guys in the NHL. Man rocket of the league. Um, so they lost. They lost a man rocket there. Um, but I think yeah. I mean, the Devils were big sellers. The the Red Wings were big sellers. Um, even uh, Ottawa cleaned house. Dude, look at your boy, our boy, my boy. Big fan of the show, Wayne Simmons, the Wayne Train. He's actually playing in Buffalo, Buffalo tonight, isn't he, Josh? Do you see him on the TV? I'm watching. I mean, 
Um, what what's his number? I, I don't he's follow Josh, the favors. He's a I mean, tall I know the ass. You'll, you'll see him. Oh, he okay. All right. Anyway, he 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 went from New Jersey. I'm sad you guys gave up on him. I mean, I and don't to think go it was to a give up. It was a one year deal. He made five million dollars to play in New Jersey this year. I didn't mind trading him. I thought he was one of those pieces where if we were going to be bad, they just deal him at the deadline and, and no harm, no foul there. He wanted to be in Philadelphia anyway, which I respect from from Wayno. And in fact, it was almost weird to see him in a Devils uniform. And then we're not the right fit for him. Yeah, he, we were hoping you guys were going to be a little bit better this year. Yeah. But when you let go of him, we were hoping he went to maybe a contender. But I don't, it doesn't look like Buffalo's going to do it this year. No. So that kind of sucks for Wayne. Like, he never got his big contract. Yeah. but Car- uh, Carolina got a lot better at the deadline, I'll tell you that much. I mean, still don't have a goalie. We haven't even gotten into that yet. Josh, did you follow that? That uh, Carolina put a 42-year-old guy who drives a Zamboni for a minor league team in net in a game, and he won? And he won. He won. David Ayers. The E-Bug. This. The emergency backup goalie. Yep. You know what's funny about that whole situation is he plays a little for the uh, the Marlies, the Toronto Marlies, which is like a, a minor league team for Toronto. And uh, so they go. he goes in goal for Carolina, and Tor- Toronto's on a slide right now. They just can't get it together. They got all the names in hockey, yeah. and they can't pull the team together. So this guy is affiliated with their minor league squad. He goes in for the opposite team and ends up beating Toronto. That was the thing. Like I, I was amazed by that. That's what I heard. He he was their guy, and he was like, <clears throat> every time they, you know, he let a couple goals in, and then he got into it, and then he was like, no, fuck you guys. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna win this game. Well, the, yeah, that's no, the, you're one the game for the throw it. You're one chance in the NHL. Yeah, that's the thing about the e-bug. Right. The e-bug is the guy in the arena somewhere who is, like, listed as the emergency backup goalie. He can go in for e- either team. That's, like, right. his role. Right. And it, it's just it just so happens. But even the Spit and Chicklets guys were, like, talking about how if he's a, a Toronto affiliate and he goes in goal for Carolina, and obviously he let in two quick ones, actually pretty bad-looking ones, and Toronto's been on a slide. Like, what's to say he doesn't, like, kind of just, mm, you know, let some more go in, get Toronto a win, maybe bet have somebody bet for Toronto to come back and win that game? Right. Yeah, you know? it's, right? it's not... Right? I don't know how financially lucrative that could be for an e-bug. That's the thing. Uh, uh, potentially a- very lucrative. Very lucrative. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you got to figure if Toronto's down by a couple goals in the second period, they're probably like plus, almost probably plus a thousand. Yeah, but think about how quickly yeah. that would have to happen. Well, <laughs> hey, I'm going in. Yeah, like, but that's that doesn't, I, I don't know. You wouldn't, that's why I say you wouldn't be able to like place a large enough bet in time and True. organize a large enough bet in time. I wouldn't think. I mean, I would tell my wife beforehand. I'd be like, "Listen, if I ever go in, bet the house on the other team." Right. Which I mean, most people probably did anyway. The second that he goes in, ooh, excuse me. The second that he goes in goal, and Toronto's already down by a few goals. Are you kidding me? You people, you think people didn't crash the site trying to bet Toronto to come back and win that game? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't speak to the site's uh, bandwidth. It's pretty incredible to me what you can and can't bet in the middle of a fucking day's worth of sports. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I've seen websites crash for basically nothing. Mm-hmm. And somehow these sports books, I mean, do you guys have that out in Denver, Josh? Sports books on your phone? We do. We do. It's Le- pretty legally? insane. It's it's one of those things that we use we use DraftKings, Jerry and I, and mm-hmm. man, I mean, you can cash bets out. You can uh, how how these websites are keeping up with it. I mean, oh. somewhere there's a computer doing all these calculations. It's got yeah, the algorithm is insane because they're updating lines with each like puck possession. You can watch the game tracker on each individual game, like, and it shows you like. Who's, yeah, who's got possession of the puck? There's got to be a human being involved too, in my estimation. I mean, I can't imagine how you could get a computer to kind of send. Like, uh, I bet a lot of soccer. There'll be zero zero games where the team that wasn't favored has looked the better team, but maybe maybe like statistically not so much, but they look the better team, and mm-hmm. somehow all of a sudden like the odds will just keep decreasing on them. I'm like, someone has to be watching this and in charge of this and updating it. And I'm sure that there's AI learning involved as well, but I don't see how you could do it it's, as accurately as they do. It is it is crazy and it is accurate because hap- I watch hockey like that sometimes. Like, I'll watch out-of-market games on, like, the app itself. Like, if the if the underdog is up by a goal and, like, the favorite team is still, like, on the minus line, like, the, the for each minute that that clock goes down... Like the odds start to just like slowly shift, like every minute or right. so, and it's like right. that's got to be like based on algorithm. But I mean, right? Someone's got to be overlooking something. Something. Some. Some. Some quant is back there, fucking punching away on on, on a keyboard, like multiple key, like dual screen action, like multiple keyboards, like getting it to to whatever the fuck. <clears throat> odds that there may be i'm surprised they haven't had more problems actually because it's fairly recent the you know sports betting in new jersey on apps has been fairly recent you know in all relativity all of it in all of the relativity (laughs) so josh we were saying we're we're on the keto (laughs) diet You what are you what are your diet trends these the, days? There's the altitude keeping you fit. I'm no, I'm a yo-yo. I I yo-yo. I mean, I go, I go like, you know, I, I eat like five cheeseburgers in one day, and then you know the next day I'll have a Cliff Bar. I mean, it's just it just it just depends. You know, yeah. If you're hiking a fourteener, you know, you have a Cliff Bar, and then you know the next day you might. You know, have a couple beers. You know, ski down a mountain. I mean, it's different out here. I got, I got to tell you, when you're at fifty-two eighty, it's, it's a whole other. It's just a whole other. Uh, how do I say? I, say you know, you're you're a thin-framed guy. I don't think you have to worry too much about it. Well, I mean, you know, I watch it, but you know, it's just what. When you're when you're out here in the Rockies, there, there's so much to do. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Oh fuck off! You can jog around here. 
That's what I'm, there's well, jogging I, here. You, you, you can't, but when you're at altitude, it changes the game. It, it really does. Hemoglobin. Jury. I mean, it changes the game. You're talking about hemoglobin. Yeah, the hemoglobin, everything. I mean, it, it, everything. The hemoglobin, the 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 the, the altitude. I mean, it, 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 it's a different. It's a whole different. <laughs> it's a whole different mindset. It really is. I'm looking at this guy. I so. Landry Jones is the Dallas Renegades uh, quarterback. Yep. He's got a backup. This guy, Philip. Have you guys seen this guy, Philip Nelson? No. He, this no. guy, okay, he was a former ECU, Eastern Carolina, for those of you who don't. Oh, well, go, Pirates. Are, go Pirates. Go Pirates. Go Pirates. Purple and gold. He doesn't know, but Purple and gold. East Coast, ECU is Eastern Carolina University. This man, Philip Nelson, I mean, if you're listening to the podcast now, Google this guy. Google Philip Nelson, Dallas Renegades. He was he's Landry Jones's backup quarterback. This man is a he, he, he it, with the long he has long he looks like a I mean, he's a fashion model. I mean, he is a stunning, stunning, picturesque man of a man. I, I just. I don't know what else to say about this guy other than I, I feel like they should be starting him over Landry Jones just because of his long and he he's trimmed his hair I think since but I think I really think he should grow it back out I really do Philip Nelson Philip <laughs> let's see Philip Nelson back he was a former uh yeah former. Uh, East, uh, ECU quarterback. <laughs> oh, he's got long hair now. Do, do you want you guys? Do you guys have a computer? I mean, yeah, I mean do you guys have a, we're looking at him now. He's got a Jared Leto vibe. He looks like Jesus. Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> you guys see this guy? Yeah, we're looking at him. We're looking at him. I right mean, now. why? I, I mean, mean, he's not my I type. I get Landry Jones. Honest, I but. get Landry Jones, but I mean, if you were gonna put a face of the XFL franchise. I, it would be this guy. This guy's I mean, holding this a guy. football nowhere near the laces, though, as a quarterback <laughs> about to throw it in the, in the picture we're looking at. So, I mean, a lot matter. of these pictures aren't going to play. He's probably a terrible quarterback. I've never seen him play quarterback before, but I'm looking at his – I have this picture pulled up with the, the long hair. And the hoodie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's the one we looked at. That's yeah. the one oh. we looked at. H- Haters going to oh. say it's Photoshop. Does he tuck his hair into his helmet now, or did he cut it off? I didn't know. No, I think he trimmed it. Okay. I think he trimmed it. But I wish he wouldn't have. He should He should just let it flow out the back, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's the true face XFL right there. If I were going to put, you know. I miss He Hate Me from the old XFL. Oh, I know. Oh, he was the best. What do you guys think of the XFL? Are you guys into it, or are, are are you into like the Viper? I was watching a little bit of like the who was it, it was like the Vipers versus oh, I don't even know the teams, but I mean I I clicked back and forth a little bit. What what do you guys think? Are are, are you into Can it, you or are you buying it, or no? I haven't watched a single minute of playtime. I've only seen locker room celebrations, and we. Last episode, we extensively went over the logos and the uniforms to try and decide who we liked. So that's where we're at. I watched a little bit of the Renegades Seattle game last week and fell asleep. 
Um, if I'm perfect, it was that honest. exciting. It was it was it was that enthralling for uh, you. I just you know what it is. I just don't have a vested interest in it. I I never used to care about games other than the Jets and the NFL until I got into fantasy football. So I kind of attribute it the same way. If if I'm being speaking freely here and honestly, which is which well, is what I try to do. Who is it? Matt McGloin with the the New York Guardians. I mean, Mike, you're a Jets man. Could the New York Guardians beat the Jets? Ooh, wow, wow. No. I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Uh, no. <clears throat> I don't know if you know this, but the New York Football Jets won about. Uh, six of their last eight games, if I have that correct. And they they lost a few early in the year that maybe were questionable, and then Sam Darnold got mono. Um, mm, mm. So yeah, mono, know, mono will set you back. I mean, were we going to win the Super Bowl? No. Were we going to win the play or make the playoffs? No, probably not, because close games you know, would have got lost. But, I mean, I put it to you, would the Dallas Renegades – beat the Dallas Cowboys? Well, that's a different question. I mean, I, that's, that's the answer is yes, different, and especially different. in a drinking contest. Different question. <clears throat> well, here's a question. question. Here's the hypothetical that I like hearing about. Do you think that you could implement, <clears throat> if the XFL gets bigger and bigger, which, I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to do. It's just not going to be that big. But if it gets bigger... What if you implement uh, a situation where, like, the worst team in the league that year in the NFL plays a toilet bowl game against the best team in the XFL, and then the winner gets to be an an actually franchise team in the I, NFL? I love it. I love I love but the idea of be. taking out of tanking and having a relegation. It should be. Yeah. Isn't it that, should be. That would be so should, wild, it though. It absolutely should be. It should be that way. It should be. It should be with basketball. Honestly, they should have. I was thinking about this because they have a minor league in basketball. They yeah. do. They have the G league. So they should have, <laughs> what should happen is they should have just like Mike, you, you're, you're, you're a soccer fan. We That's were watching right. La Liga. They can't be on today. They should have, uh, the, the bottom three, uh, the Sacramento Kings and like the, the, <clears throat> who you know, should be facing relegation. And then the top three G league teams, should get, you know, promoted up, and then they they play the. I mean, seriously, that's the way. Why why is it that every other country is caught on to this, but we? But don't, have, but like, don't you feel the, like the they, NCAA was like it it, it? it it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. Don't you feel like it creates a bigger dichotomy in those other leagues, though, between the top and the bottom? Like, you see a lot of times. In Europe, well, there's a couple of points that I have on this. You see a lot of times in European soccer, especially like within a European country soccer, let's just look at La Liga, the disparity between the top and the bottom is huge. Huge. And although every once in a while a bottom team, and I'm talking of about to be relegated team, will beat a top team, or tie a top team, something like that, when they're at home, when the weather's perfect for it. And, you know, it it, it happens. I mean, that's the game of soccer in a way, too. Um, but, it, 
you don't like I mean you don't really see that. And then what happens is when these teams get relegated and things like that, the best teams in the league that never get relegated, they poach <clears throat> players in the off season from those teams that do get relegated. So I I think sometimes, you know, that system I while I love it, while I think that playoffs are kind of overrated, it should just be like regular season, make every game count, play less games and have the team with the best record at the end win it. I like that. Eh, I don't know. I think I think you get too big of a gap between the top and the bottom, and then the rich get richer, and you you, you sort of have this this long standing gap where very few teams are able to turn it around without a ton of money. And let's let's face it, how many investors want to take a bottom of the barrel team and turn it around when they can just buy into a already winning franchise? Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's also going to be very tough to. Like with different corporations slash companies to cross promote when you're basically in competition in the first place with each other. Yeah. So it wouldn't be in everyone's best interest to just like swip swap, you know, teams from here to there. How about this too? And Josh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I'm not the biggest NBA guy, but uh, the NFL XFL is a is a great kind of example for this. But the NBA really isn't because I'm pretty sure the G League teams are affiliated with the NBA teams. They're affiliated, but I think I mean if you if it's, you play like the a farm Rio system. Grant, it is. But that's the same with uh, European soccer. If you if you no if it, no, <laughs> it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. There are four tiers of English professional soccer, four different tiers, and they're clubs in every tier and clubs have made it manchester city is a perfect example they won they beat real madrid today one of the best clubs in the world and they're still singing the fight song from when they were in a third tier um team in london or in manchester i should say but they were never a first team like a, a premier league team got a bunch of money came in slowly built came out of the third rankings, they're not affiliated with another team. It's not like they're linked to Manchester United or somebody else who was already a first. They're just but they're, they're just that to, club. They're linked to uh, 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 the New York team. They're linked to the MLS team. Okay. But nobody gets relegated from MLS or into the MLS from England. This is all very confusing to me. Right, right. What just, I'm saying is, like, you're not going to bring up the Warriors B team because the Kings had a bad year. Do, the Rio Grande Valley Vipers would, if you match them up against the Cleveland Cavaliers this year, seven out of ten times, they would probably beat them. I mean, they, they really would. That's the truth. Okay, they, but whose farm <clears throat> system is that? The Rio Grande Valley Vipers. That's what I was going to say. I've never even heard of the G League. I thought people I went know. from I high school. The Houston Rockets. I don't, I don't even know. Probably. Yeah. And that's the thing. So those players' rights already belong to Houston. So the if Sedona the- Snakes. <laughs> but they should change. I, I think they should change it. I really do. And I think, the, I think they should make it so that just like they had the Champions League in soccer, in basketball, they should have like the – 
Well, it, it would be a little bit more lopsided, but not as never, much as you would think. I mean, never it's gonna become happen. more international. It's never going to happen. These are This is billionaire boys club money yeah. money clubs that people are just playing around with. Like, this is just money. These are just corporations with, like, athletes making money for billionaires. This is not going to be like a, you know what would be great for the public? Merging, like, uh, this G League or whatever the fuck league. Listen, they're going to sit back and make their money, and everyone's going to watch, and they're just going to be like, we're fine over here in the NFL. We're fine over here in the XFL, even though they're not as much money. But And the same thing with basketball. All the basketball teams are like, yeah, we're good. We're NBA. We're fine. We're the biggest league. So there's not, there's not going to be any merging just because of the money. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry just cut to the chase a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, face facts. Yeah, you know, in England, there's 20 teams. In the top tier, I just think it would be more entertaining. It would be more entertaining if in the NBA you had the G League and and the NBA, and you faced if if you were like just a sh- like the Cleveland Cavaliers this year, are just, they just suck. They're terrible. I mean, they're they're just awful. So it would just be more, I feel like it would create more interest if you were like, okay, well, if you're that bad, you face relegation and then you drop to the G and then the best G league teams. Cause all those guys, you, you have to, you have to realize like, it's just like European soccer. Like all those dudes in the G league who are on the top two teams, they're all like former NBA, you know, they're part guys of me, who part are. Pardon me, Josh. Pardon me, Josh. Josh, it's just a quick question. These Cleveland Cavaliers you speak of, I have never heard of them. Um, I actually have never, never been west of the Delaware River. Um, so these Cleveland Cavaliers, oh, this is a G League basketball team, or what? What? what is this that you're talking about? Yeah, I learned, so prior to, for the audience, for the audience. Whoa, 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 Josh, 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 yeah. Josh. What, 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 what exactly is west of the Delaware River? Because I've, yeah. ne- I've never personally been west so, of the Delaware River. For the audience, I... I I learned recently that Jury has never been to Las Vegas, Nevada, and I, I is, was stunned is that, by that. Now, fact. is that a, a a quaint little town in Pennsylvania, somewhere west of the Delaware River? Is Jerry, that a nice it, little Amish town west of the Delaware River, Josh? Mike, I can't believe you haven't told this man. There's like a whole. What, when you go west of Mississippi, Andrew Jackson started all of this, by the way. But when you go west of Mississippi, it, it's now Andrew like, Jackson is he a quarterback for one of these teams west of the the west of the Delaware River? I just, Mike, have have you explained to this man? I mean, well, I, I, well, I just, as far as I'm concerned, so there are there are there are there are thirteen colonies. <laughs> There are 13 colonies, and uh, 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 and it's just wild, wild west, west to the west of us, okay? It's wild west, and there's Indians all over the west, t- west everything. Clearly, for the audience, again, clearly no producer on this podcast, <laughs> on this episode. Well, sir, I'll have you know I'm producing, but I have my filters on the internet that don't show me anything, anything west of the Delaware River because I yeah, have... You, you have a map from like like 18... 18... 18, like 24? Uh, 
just uh, charted into like eighteen sixty-three, my friend. It was like Sioux territory, everything west of Mississippi. As far as I'm concerned, Mexico owns everything west of the Delaware River. (laughs) I really hope Trump builds a wall around Washington, D.C., because everything west is. Well, that is west of the Delaware River, isn't it? How did I know about that then? Anyway, <laughs> go on, Josh, about your G League basketball. I'm sure the audience is dying to know more about the e- G League basketball. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I know. I'm anyway. Like, Mike, feel, feel free to chime in, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. No, um, I feel like um, this is as boring of a subject as we could possibly debate. I swear to God, I'm not even point. playing really? a bit. I'm, yeah. I'm not even playing a bit. I've never heard of the G League. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Yeah, it's the, it's the Gatorade League. I know, but I don't care. It's not another league, though. Yeah, That's my point. Like, it's like baseball, where it's double A, triple A, single A. Yes, they have other leagues, but the top tier league teams own those teams. And They're farm operate systems, them. Right? Yeah, it's a, it's just a farm system, and yeah, they trade them back and forth from time to time. But that doesn't make them another established club. No, I would say the three on three. They're trying to become a, an established different league, right? The hockey? No, no, no. The three on three basketball league. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. So they're like the XFL of basketball. Yeah, you, but you can't. You're not going to get relegated to three on three. It's a totally different game. True. I'm not saying like cross, like cross, uh, cross the sauces or whatever. Uh, I'm just saying like that would be an equivalent maybe to the XFL. Yo, not, not saying cross the sauce, all right? <laughs> We're not crossing sauces over here. Oh, uh, is that is that what you're into, Josh? Crossing sauce. I love crossing sauce. <laughs> Mike, you know, you know firsthand I love crossing sauces. Chick Fil A. This guy orders every sauce. First of all, sauces are delicious. I, I cross them sauces. Across some sauces. That's how you get Big Mac sauce, boys and joys. No, Mike, I get <laughs> I get what you're saying. You, you don't want to – their farms – but what I'm saying is it would be much more interesting for the fans if it wasn't a farm system, if these clubs were, you know – Because uh, I agree with it. you, man. And, and, and if anybody wants that type of atmosphere – Best news I can give you and them is that that exists in Europe. And if you're interested in soccer and you're interested in a a league that doesn't have playoffs and um, is in its own right really confusing, you know, some of the things that I really love about European soccer, I wish they would do here. Um... But I don't know. Basketball Basketball is also just a tough example because it's one of those things where the best players in the world are already dictating what teams are good. So I, you can't kind of treat it like an anyone-can-win-this-game mentality. It's like, no, LeBron James is going to beat you at basketball. Also, the NBA is a garbage league now already. They've already ruined it. But, but I mean, what about the NFL? I mean, look at the XFL. They, they, they. I mean, seriously. I, I think if if you if you put Matt McGoin and the Guardians up against the Jets, that's a Mike, good point. That's seriously. a good point. That's a good point. It's a good point. 
But I mean, it's a game. It's a game. Yep, 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 yep. No, it isn't. It isn't a game. It's not? No. No. No, I don't think it is. I've done this before. Oh, would Alabama beat an NFL team? No. Don't think so. I get Alabama wouldn't beat an NFL team, but the XFL is those guys, every single one of them is some guys that's either been in the pros, been washed out, been on a practice squad, been on a, you know, you know, been tossed around. Right. So it, it, I mean, the natural question here is, uh, am I impartial because it's the jets? No, they don't beat the Redskins. They don't beat the Browns. Well, you're a little bit impartial. You're a little bit impartial because it's, because it's the jets a little bit, a little bit. All right. Well, maybe that's fair, but, but I I don't judge you for it. I mean, I'd be impartial if it were my, my Cowboys. Here's a, here's a hot take. I don't think Dak could make it in the XFL. Wow. That is a hot take. Damn. Did you, you heard That's it first? A, Dak can't flaming, have flaming hot take. I'm saying it okay. here. Speaking of flaming hot takes, here's a hot take. Mike and I had this debate. Best post game presser, Bart Scott or Richard Sherman with Aaron Andrews. Bart Scott and Sal Palantonio or Sherman and Aaron Andrews. That's that's. Bart Scott, you probably remember. Richard Sherman was after the Super Bowl, so not everybody's got a chance for that to go viral yet if you didn't give a shit about the Super Bowl, which a lot of people really didn't. Um, it, at least when I kind of surveyed the crowd, it was like, eh, did you see J-Lo and Shakira? <laughs> and people with young kids are like, oh, is that what it is? Everyone's just living on a pole these days. Oh, I got to explain this to my 10-year-old. These Latin Americans are really taking over. Um, but yeah, Mike, you did, you did turn me on it when, because of the fact that Bart Scott flew into the interview, like he, he, the he, Bart Scott post game interview is when, I mean, he, he flew because he flew in only because he flew in <laughs> that in and of itself put in, you've heard the clip just in can't wait. <laughs> oh, they can't stop a nosebleed. It was yeah. It was so. It's a big Slip game. Can't stop mind. a nose. <clears throat> can't stop a nosebleed. There's other okay. lines from it. What was the all other? Right, what was the right. line you pulled from it, Josh? The first one you pulled from it. It's another uh, great line. No, they were great. They're, oh, I mean, the whole thing is, is just fucking. Yeah, I mean, it is great because it's Sal Pal. Give me a break. It's, and Sal Pal's literally like, if you don't know who Sal Pal is, Sal Pal Antonio, long time Eagles reporter, like basically specifically, <clears throat> yeah. and then. You know, he was so good, ESPN realized it, and now he goes nationwide. But he still, he still has a thing for Philly, and I, I kind of love that about Sal. But He's got um, the Philly accent for sure. He's, he, yeah, he's a local guy, and he's interviewing Bart Scott, and he's doing his job, yelling into his ear because they're still on the field, and it's cold, and you can tell they're both cold, steam coming off their breath. And he's holding the microphone up, and every time Bart Scott starts talking... Um, he, he has to get away from him, like big time, his whole body, poetic microphone, justice. everything. Oh, poetic justice was the line. Yeah. <laughs> but Bart Scott's all fired up because the Jets beat the Patriots and, um, they had to go play Pittsburgh. And Can't so, wait. yeah, he's, he's asking him all these questions and Bart Scott's not answering them. He's just yelling at him and saying random shit like poetic the justice. Best. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the it's best. I think it's the the best post game interview. Poetic, poetic justice. Because poetic. I, exactly, I mean, you're saying he flew in, but what I think you mean is he came in hot. No, he, no, he flew in. He 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 had the wings spread. He flew in like he. Oh, okay. He knew Sal Palantonio was with the microphone, and he flew in like the jet. Like he he spread the wings and like ran up to Sal Palantonio. Like flew in and just screamed poetic justice <laughs> in, into the microphone. Sal, Sal wasn't even trying to interview him. Most likely, he was just like, "Oh, here comes Bart." I, I mean, it, I for me, it's hands down the best post game presser there ever was. It's you could good, just, it's just because good. it's not like it was planned at all. You know, you win the Super Bowl, you know you're going to get interviewed. You win a playoff game, you, you you think you might get interviewed. But you're right. He didn't even, like, it wasn't a scheduled interview. It wasn't something, like, he sought the interview out because he just had so much to say. And I think there's something there. I think I think that's Bart's way of just giving us a gift, you know? All right. For all his, right. The, everybody wants to talk about New York. All right, we all want to talk about the uh, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Um, I ordered this pay-per-view. You ordered I, the fight pay-per-view? I did. I watched it. <laughs> guys, guys. Dude. This this was the alone? biggest heavyweight fight. You, you Macaulay culkin your fight? Guys, this was the biggest heavyweight fight. I mean, since um, probably like... Lewis Tyson. I mean, name a heavyweight fight that you or I, I don't order fight. I, I really don't. I now, don't. Do they, not, do they have the internet west of the Delaware? Yeah, but I mean, seriously, th- this fight was because I had watched the the first. One. I didn't. I didn't order the first one. I watched that on like ESPN Classic or whatever, and then I saw that and I said, "I've got to watch the rematch." So I ordered the second fight. I saw. I watched it. Did you guys order it? Did you both, Mike? Did you watch it live? I did not watch it live. No. Jury, did you watch it live? No, we were. Uh, we were three sheets to the wind by that point, uh, Mike. Sir. I thought you told. I thought you were going to a party to watch the fight. Yeah, it was the original plan, but there was a lonely commute involved, and then I got a better offer closer to home, and I <laughs> held out hope that I was maybe going to be able to watch the fight, but. You know, when it didn't happen, we just laid our bet on it and said, okay, we're good. No problem. Uh, we'll stick to bad music videos. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, Not if all of them bad. I don't know what to talk about if you guys have Well, I've I, seen the fight now. I've seen it since. Highlights. Oh, seen it. Yeah, watched, I watched most of the, the whole thing um, by this point. So, I mean, we can we can chat a little bit about it, but... I mean, basically, what happened if you didn't if you didn't watch the fight? Because there's a lot of people that didn't hear about this fight. Some fucking how I I felt like I was bombarded by this fight. It was in my Insta feed. It was everywhere I looked. This fight. And well, this fight. I mean, dude, it's the most hyped up fight. I mean, seriously, they had they brought in. So I did watch it live. They brought in Lennox Lewis, Tyson. We know you watched it live. Holyfield. I did watch it live, just a clarification for the audience. I did watch this fight. Well, no, live. you told them straight up you paid for it and at your I house did. by I yourself. I paid for this fight. I, I 
paid for five. I, I I paid for I paid for I paid for um up, I, I watched up, the, up, up, the, the I paid for the weather and I watched Connor. You know, I very rarely will pay for a fight, but this fight I did pay for <clears> because um it was such a hyped up fight. Two heavyweights undefeated fought to a draw the first time fighting again so hyped up um i mean you're talking about and and, and really it was like it, the heavyweight division for i mean we 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 haven't even known i mean i watched tyson and you know Lewis, but that was we we were kids right so it was like the heavyweight division has been nothing for years since tyson you know, it, yeah right? so, i mean it's just I have two points about this. The one is just a quick aside. I remember one time we were at your house. It was like high school days. There was a big Tyson fight on and your neighbor ordered it and we were going to go over and watch it at your neighbor's. And before we even like got to the front door, the fight was over and everyone was pissed. Two, what do you think about this, this Wilder business where he's blaming his tired legs on the, the costume he wore out to the ring? Do you think this is a cop out? Yeah, so for a guy who, who watched the fight, because he paid for it, right? What, so that's all. What thing. was that about? Well, okay, that so I didn't watch. I, I did not watch him walk back. I did. So I watched both walk-ins. Okay, so uh, Fury walked in. He didn't walk in. Actually, he was carried on a throne, um, because he is the uh, the Gypsy King, um, like Snatch. The movie Snatch, if if yeah, those of you who are film. familiar, <laughs> he, he's a fucking he, pikey. He no, that literally is Tyson Fury. Like he 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 was carried on a throne uh, into the fight, and I was curious about Wilder, Mike. I was texting you um, as it was going on because I've never seen a fighter um, like for, when they showed Fury. They showed his SUV, his cavalcade, like his SUV is pulling into the MGM, right? Fury walked through the casino, and I've, I I don't know, I, I and and I'm not a fucking boxing expert or wait anything. Wait a minute, so wait I'm, a minute. Wilder or Fury? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wilder. Yeah. I'm sorry, Wilder. Because I remember this text coming to me. <clears throat> yes, yeah. Specifically because then Wilder made the excuse that he was tired. That that's the whole thing. Like it was his bizarre. legs were tired. I, I, and you I've were, never seen a fighter. I've never seen a fighter walk. He walked <clears throat> through the actual casino. He walked through. He walked like through the kitchen, like the whole deal. And then, yeah, the whole costume thing. And I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's like bullshit. I, 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 when I was when I was watching the fight, when Fury hit him in hit him in the ear. He looked back up at the the, uh, the the ref like he had got hit in the back of the head, and I was listening to the um, I, I ordered on ESPN Plus, so I was listening to the to Joe Tessitore, and at the time I thought he had a busted eardrum. So when you get a when your eardrum is busted, because he was bleeding out of his ear, like the whole like from from that third round. I was going to say yeah, that happened kind of early. Yeah, from the third round on, he was just gushing blood out of his ear. So everyone assumed that was a busted eardrum, right? 
So when you bust an eardrum, it knocks off your equilibrium. You can't, you don't have legs. You can't, you know, it's like, uh, what's the video game? You guys know the video game where you would play, uh, the boxing video game, um, PS3, where you would like fight night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would get all like (laughs) hazy and shit. So like, so you would, you just assume, but then I've heard later, like Max Kellerman on first take and all that, it, he actually didn't bust his eardrum. He actually just got a cut. It was a, it was six stitches and he just cut his ear. It was not a busted eardrum. So I'll tell you, his equilibrium was not off. It was just, he was getting the snot knocked out of him. I'll tell you exactly what happened. So this whole 45 pound costume thing is a big cop out because he's been on record before as saying that he trains with a 45 pound weighted vest all the time, no matter what, all the time. Also, this busted eardrum equilibrium shit is all a cop out too because we learned that that actually didn't happen. What we come to kind of find out is that in the first fight, when um, Fury got knocked down and he got back up and he went after Wilder, he learned that Wilder is not a fundamentally good boxer when he has to back up. So when he's True. boxing off of his back foot, he he doesn't know how to do it because Wilder really only has the one big punch. I mean, he's a big, True. big guy. He's a with, puncher. He can knock you out with that one punch at any time. That's his strength. You know what, Fury... True. Fury's strength is his technique. He's the most technically sound boxer there is in the heavyweight division. So in that 12th round of the first fight, when he got back up and he pressed, he found out that Wilder can't box on his back foot. So this second fight, he came in knowing that. And you know what he did? He pressed him. And Wilder looks like he's discombobulated, looks like he's off balance because he's getting pressed and he's fighting off his back foot and he doesn't know how to do that. That's what happened. He got systematically broken down by Fury. And that's what happened. Gypsy King rules. Right. No, and he did. Did you bet it? Did you win it? You should have at least gotten your fight paid for with a bet there. Well, you bet Wilder. You bet Wilder, didn't you? No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't bet on the fight. I I, I wanted to watch because I've never seen, just because of the occasion. There's never been a heavyweight. I mean, seriously, you guys think about it. Like, there's not been since. I mean, think about it. Like, there's not been a heavyweight. I, I didn't watch Klitschko. Like, Klitschko, whatever. Like, I, I've not. The heavyweight division has been so. Um, it's been garbage since Tyson. Yeah, Klitschko, Klitschko it has could been. box, though. He was pretty good. I remember I mean, watching good, some But I wouldn't pay to watch him fight. Yeah, but I wouldn't pay to watch a Klitschko fight. He wasn't, you know? a, he wasn't a big showman. He was just like beating people, but like not in like a big style. So, like, boxing has been dead for years. And I, and I think, I mean, you got Joshua and you got Wilder came into the scene and they kind of brought it back a little bit. Right, but I think, right. I think Fury coming back and his, just his life story in general, coming back yeah. from what he came from and yeah. now being, you know, champ, I think that story kind of brings it back to the forefront. But after this, I think it's just going to die down again. You, you're talking about all the weight gain and, and all that shit and then dropping it to well, fight yeah. again? Well, well he's mean? talking about – he's talking about – so, so like, yeah, yeah, the the whole depression and 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 he it's really gonna... interesting to see somebody that powerful be that vulnerable in terms of talking about, you know, d- 
depression and, 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 yeah, he, you know, mental health issues and, and bringing awareness to all of that. He ballooned up look to at like these people like Kings, right? So, so, but, but I, I agree with jury. I mean, that was the craziest thing. I, I didn't watch the, the first fight between Wilder and Fury. I watched it on like ES. I didn't watch it live, but I watched it, uh, on like ESPN classics or whatever. And, and whatever round, it, it was like the last round when Fury or or when Wilder hit him and knocked him down, you saw Fury like he was out, and then he opened his eyes and the ref is counting six, seven, and he gets up, and then he he continues to box him. And Jerry's absolutely right. He he learned right then and there when he came back at him that Wilder was awkward when you're coming at him. Because Wilder is so confident in his punch that he's coming, you know, he's comfortable coming at you. But if you come at him, he's awkward when he's retreating, right? Like that, that was the whole thing. So, you know, Fury switching trainers and all of that, doing that whole thing. It was a completely different fight the second go around. He said he was masturbating seven times a day. Who, Wilder? Fury? Yeah. Oh, Wilder was? No. Fury. Oh, yeah? yeah. The Gypsy King. How about yeah. that? Why wasn't he getting laid? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, mate. He said uh, but he was something to do with his testosterone. He was, like, janking off. Janking? Well, whatever he was doing, whatever he was doing worked because you saw him pre-fight. You guys didn't see it live, but pre-fight, uh, Wilder was stretching and... And Fury, Fury was just, jo- just joking around. Like he was, crazy. he was laid back, chilling, watching the pre, like so watching the undercard. Like couldn't be bothered. And Wilder was like clapping, like doing all this shit. And so he was like, he looked at it pre-fight, and he thought, <laughs> well, fuck, Fury's gonna give Zappy. Like he's not taking this seriously. And then, sure enough, he comes out and. So much pride and so much. No, it's true. They have so much pride and they they devote so much that they'll dig for whatever um, you know excuse they can get. But like to say that your costume was the reason, but it was like he had no fucking legs. Like that was the crazy thing about it. Like after the first round, like, Wilder had no legs. And what's going on? That's the whole thing about Wilder, his style. Like he can knock you out. Like he's a one punch, it will knock you out, right? Like he he's he's Mike Tyson style. So like that's his whole mo. But when you don't have legs. You know, when you when your legs aren't there, you can't throw it, right? So it was crazy to watch, like to see it, like after the second round, like I'll he was gassed. And I don't know if that. And after the fight, he said something like, "You know, I don't want to make excuses," but and then he went went ahead and made an excuse. But I mean, it, 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 was, it was crazy, but but. I really do think the better fight Fury in the first fight, he outboxed him technically, and then in the second fight, 
clearly fucking up options because he, he knocked him down multiple times. But, I mean, watching Fury fight is a different. I mean, the way the dude moves and Bobby, I was texting Mike, like, the way he head bobs and, and moves around. For for the size that he is, you know, he he's coming to two seventy. Absolutely great, great takes. Wow. Yeah, I mean that that's like because you would expect, you know, uh, Wilder is coming in at what two thirty something. I mean, you would expect Wilder to be the one who's nimble. He, you would expect Wilder to be bouncing around, angling, getting in and getting out. You know what I mean? Like jabbing inside, coming back out. But it was the opposite. And I just, uh, you know, I mean, that is, Mike said it's gypsy magic, and maybe that's what it is. I mean, I, I've Shut never seen. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was. They, they both like, came in heavy, though, right? They both came in heavy, but, I mean, Wilder being. Fury actually put our. Let me let me make sure I get this straight. Wilder actually put yeah, on like, more weight like, than Fury get, did. Get your from facts the first fight. straight. And so it's just like you would expect you would expect a lighter fighter to be. You know what I mean? Angry, you know what I mean? Like moving around, like bothering him, like cornering him. But it was the opposite. It was the heavier fighter who was, I mean, he was on his shit the whole time. Yeah, but they both came in heavy, right? They both came in heavy, but I'm, t- I'm trying to get this straight. I think, um, God, I have to look up the numbers. I don't have actual numbers in front of me. Wilder actually put on you know more weight now. from the first fight than Fury did from the first fight. I don't know what the actual numbers are. But Wilder actually put on more than than and Fury put on more too, but not as much in comparison to what Wilder put on. Yeah. So every day I'm shuffling. But it, I mean, great box. I mean, just to watch Tyson Fury and like the whole story. I mean, when you put it all in perspective, <laughs> I it's love legendary Tyson Fury. shit. Might, it's all it's it's Ollie shit, dude. It's it's Ollie. Uh, it, it, you name the greatest heavyweights. Like in my <clears throat> mind, he's he's up there with that. Like yeah, he, he I really mean, is. technically, te- he's technically sound, and he's he, he really is. He's, he's a he's monster. A box, I, he's a like, monster. He's a monster. Fuck yeah! I don't know how he's jerking off with those hands, dude. I was watching the pre-fight, like the last hype up, and just hearing you say that he was beating it seven times a day, <clears> I'm like. The way that he was holding a full-size microphone, it was like it was just shy of a Q-tip in his hands. Oh, he's such a character. I think some of that, like, I mean, I I truly believe him when he says shit like that, but I think it's also, like, part of his character. He was saying some other wild shit, and he also he always sings after he wins. He, like, sings he did. into the microphone at the, at like, in the middle of the ring, like, after you won, Tyson, blah, blah, blah. He, like, gets the mic, and he sings, like, karaoke. He did. He said he's wild. Dude. Twelve stanzas of "Bye Bye Miss America," Don McLean, "American Pie," in the <laughs> ring. Like, and, and, and it was like it was cool. 
Like every everybody, and you're watching it going like, oh my god, is he really gonna keep singing? Because that song is like a twelve minute song, right? And he he fucking sang like over and over, and like everybody was loving it. And he, and he did. What is that? He, he said he was gonna knock the dude. Basically, he said he was gonna knock him out in the second round, and that third round knockdown. I mean, you know, they could, the, the ref could have called it in, in the fifth round, honestly. It, but, you know. But apparently, uh, Wilder is invoking his rematch clause, so we'll see. But I just don't know how Wilder stands a chance. I mean, the dude, Fury is just, I mean, I've never seen a guy that size just Boy, bobbing and weaving. That escalated guy. quickly. You know, that technical. Um, anyway, I'm not a <laughs> boxing expert, but. Oh, no? <laughs> you, oh, no? You sure represent like one. You just covered a whole segment, brother. Well, dude, I mean, it, it was something to say. I mean, you guys, didn't, <clears throat> if you guys didn't watch it live, I'm telling you, it, it was a beatdown. I mean, he, he yeah, beat we've that seen dude the fight now. Yeah, we watched it. Just to be clear, we've after seen the, the fact. Now. So you saw, I mean, he beat the dude's ass. So you, you, you agree, he beat that guy's ass. He beat his ass. It was a like full-fledged beatdown, yes. Beat his ass. The dude who is probably the most powerful puncher you've ever seen since Mike Tyson. I don't like Yeah, but I saying, remember watching Tyson get beat, too. Well, Tyson did get beat. It was spinal. It was spinal. I had a back that, just so you got, or for the audience, if you guys want to Google the best I think it was uh, when he lost to uh, got. I don't know if this is the Douglas loss or whatever. He went, my back was broken, and then, like it's like, uh, well, what what happened? You back? Was it a, a, a what kind of back injury? A spinal. Like it's just the whole thing is is so great. But yeah, no, Tyson did lose, and maybe you know maybe Wilder just didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. You know, maybe he was so confident and his corner was so confident in his punching power that, you know, they felt like whatever happens, this, you know, if whatever happens, I mean, this you dude can't, has a chance. You can't show up to a fight that's been hyped that hard and be like, yeah, I was tired. I was actually tired, though. Right? Yeah, it's bullshit. Like, that's we've gone thing. on, wait, like, time out, Josh. It's one thing you catch Josh. an illness or whatever, but they're monitoring these guys' blood fucking bi weekly. Right? It's ridiculous. It's such a cop out. I mean, it just shows his, like, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this fight for far, far, far too long. We're going to have to change the subject now. We're just going to have to get into something else. But, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, you said everything you literally could say about it, I think, and I think you said it pretty well. Okay. All right. Subject. All right. Change it up. Harvey Weinstein. Oh, here we go. I knew it. Does he die or does he not die? What do you think? Have you heard about his heart attack? Oh, you guys. Oh. Do you think I he's have... going to. No, no. We're not even going into like the realities. The... We're not going into the case. Well, I think we all know he's yeah. an asshole. He I was think... charged. Yeah, well, thank you. Up. Thank you. Please. Please, please don't. Josh, he was right. charged. He was charged. That's fine. Like, as right as right he should be. Of course, he was charged. He's been walking around with the fake charged walker. and found guilty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and found guilty. And <laughs> found guilty. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the key. He was found guilty. 
on the accounts of rape and, and sexual misconduct and all that stuff. He, he was like fake walking around in a walker pre-trial. And then after he was um, found guilty, apparently he was admitted to the hospital for heart palpitations. Now, here's where we get into the fun stuff. Do you think Harvey Weinstein ends up dead within, before the end of March? Yes or no? Wow. Wow. That's, that's a tough one. Um, wow. We're, we're delving into it. Is that delving into it? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, maybe not. I think what, it's, what do you think, I think Mike? that's the you only an, issue I'd say I can tell you have an opinion, Mike. You have an opinion. Oh, I think he's going to get dead. And I think he has dirt on people. And I, I think those people are going to make him get dead. I think he's going to get dead it. Damn. You heard it here first, <clears throat> folks. I mean, State uh, call it a hot take. Call it what you want. But, I mean, it, the dude was a powerful guy in Hollywood. He did some fucked the up mo- shit. He was the an most, asshole. Not just a powerful guy in Hollywood. I mean, he was like the... He was the guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he like had his own studio. I mean, Miramax Films, dude. How many movies that we were like raised on came out of that studio? It was all that dude. It was all him. Well, I mean... There's multiple. It was, it was the head of that, but you know. There's multiple video of of very well esteemed actresses and actors praising him, um, um, and kind of knowing that they know what's going on. That's not the point. I mean, that's out there. It is what it is. That's how powerful this guy was. You don't even want to like badmouth him, even if you knew. So like right. that was part of his power. I'm not right. even. I'm I'm nervous. To, I'm nervous talking about him even on this podcast. Oh, no, you know what? I'm taking a less hot take on this. I don't think he's gonna get killed, because I don't think... I mean, at this point, yes, he was powerful in Hollywood, but guess what? Hollywood ain't shit, baby. Hollywood ain't the ticket, my man. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Listen, he's, he's... I just think... I think... I think he dies either by natural causes or suicide before he even goes to jail. But I don't think he gets killed. I don't think he, he's that powerful outside of Hollywood and he's already been shunned from Hollywood. So he's already been disgraced worse than death in Hollywood. They play by different rules than, you know, like the elites who run the world. So I don't think it's necessary to take him out at this point because he's already suffered the loss. Like he's already out. He's already been convicted of his heinous crimes. So I don't think they suicide him, but I can see him dying due to health before he ever goes to jail. Yeah, but, oh, he's got heart palpitations all of a sudden, blah, blah, blah. No. Set up. It's sketchy for sure. Like, I think that's him trying to do the whole, like, too sick to go to jail bit. But I don't think he's worth their time to kill. He's no Epstein because I think Epstein had power Epstein, plays. Epstein had Prince Andrew. Epstein was like Mossad, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think he gets dead before before the end of March, and I, maybe I'll take my, my claws off of it that, that it comes from above, that it's an order mm. to 
but so I, but we're I think in full agreement dead. then. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, me and Mike are in full agreement. Josh, what's your take? Uh, hot takes. These are hot takes. Make sure you name um, names and you name are, your address. I don't know. Do I hear someone defending Harvey Weinstein? No, 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 no. Ooh, I, I'm just bad look. <laughs> bad look, Josh. What where are, do you Where do you, you live? What are you <laughs> yet of Sheftel? Come on. I I do agree that. The the whole fucking Walker bet is is pitiful. I mean that's that's a cop out. His lawyers probably told him to do that, like, oh, you know, look frail in front of the jury, all that shit. Um, yeah, but it's so blatantly obvious to everyone. That's yeah. why it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, it it is. It's it's a spectacle. I mean. That's, I won't comment I any just, further. Does he I, die? I, I'll, I'll give you another hot take. Not an attractive dude. God bless him in in, in that respect. That's a hot take. But, <laughs> but is it that hard to get laid? Seriously, like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Is it that hard to get laid? Like, agreed. True. Um. Well. I eh, I mean, there's a lot of psychological yeah. shit that goes into this. Obviously, it's predatory. It's it's predatory stuff. I mean, it, it's really bad. It's yeah, that's really, really that's bad. why it's criminal. Yeah, because it yeah. is. It is. It's deeper than sexual. Yeah, but it, if you heard some of the, I mean, I don't know if you have or not, but if you've read some of the accounts of the accusers, um. It's yeah, bad. apparently as bad as bad as it can possibly. Well, yeah, that and yeah. not only is he like a, a, a hideously ugly man, but apparently his penis is uh, very deformed and his body is disgusting. Okay, so it is that hard to get laid. Yeah, but I don't even want to give that to him. I think this was more like psychologically, he's a psychopath. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I that's, agree with jury. Uh, it's that just, has to it, be true here. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, the accounts were saying stuff about like, uh, I I forget like the specific things that the um, woman was saying, but it, it like just hearing it, someone reading it, terrible. It was like terrible, Ugh. awful, oh, so bad, so bad. <laughs> I think right, we I think topic. we hit his nerve, yeah. 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 Can, can we go? Yeah. Can we talk about like MMA or like can we go back, can we go back to the fight? Oh, Josh. Um, we want to talk since you're at fifty two eighty. Um, one out of ten, man. How high are you right now? I'm I'm at I'm at fifty two eighty. You know I'm always at fifty two eighty. <laughs> I am I am at a ten out of ten. We're Mike, I oh, I wish you would have came down. I was just I was on the mountain a couple weeks ago. Oh, gorgeous snow. Boy. Fresh pow. It ain't no snow oh. out here, I'll tell you that much. Oh my gosh. Fifty degrees and raining again. Dude, we had the fresh pow. Um oh, you cannot believe. Wow. Wow. Well, all right, Joshua Pooh. Well, we're we're. <laughs> what do you say we we call this another uh, fine installment of going you got green? No more topics. You got no more topics. I got. I don't call us out. Oh. Well, you want another hot take? 
It seemed like yeah. Weinstein really shut you down. I mean, we don't well, we don't I mean, we don't toe the line. Literally, literally the most controversial topic in the history of It's topics. not controversial. He was charged and found guilty. The man was a monster. We're asking if he dies. Yeah, why is that controversial? I'm a scat man. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, I also, I mean, really, do you want to dive deep, man? I mean, that's kind of all we do. <laughs> you guys do. It's still, by the way, just so you guys know, it is still tied to two abs for Sabers. Oof. We got. Who was the dog in that Sabers? Yeah, Sabres with the dog. We got Jerry's If Jerry's at all right, period. Sabres win that. I'm telling you, man, the dogs have been winning for the last two weeks. All dogs, baby. Yeah. Jerry, is it true you've never been to Las Vegas, Nevada? Uh, sir, I've never been west of the Delaware River. I think you heard, Mr. Smith. I think you heard me right. All right. Okay. Couple things. First, nope. Does Jerry really think that everyone west of the Mississippi actually talks like Colonel Sanders? <laughs> You'd have to ask Jerry. I'll say, I'll say, I'm Foghorn Leghorn. You understand? You say, I'll hear, I'll say, I'll say. All right. You know the giant rooster. Do you think everyone listening to this podcast understands the knowledge of the G League and can hear about them for an hour? It was a full hour. I just think that <laughs> and I think that professional basketball makes more sense if it were more like Europe. And oh. they relegate teams and they promote, you know, G team. I mean, all the G League guys are guys who, you know, once in the We're not NBA talking about in Europe. We're not talking about them anymore. I'm sorry to bring that up. I'm sorry, Josh. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never been to Las Vegas. One day I will go. I feel like I'm old now. I feel like I'll get out there. Okay, so here's here's some some hot topics that maybe you'll be able to comment on. Um, I really don't like Logan Paul. <laughs> think he's a chump. <laughs> think think he's a total fucking chump. <laughs> what is the whole deal? I don't even. Jerry was filling me in that uh, apparently he has a brother named Jake Paul who is an actual fighter. Logan Paul is a YouTuber um, who filmed he, uh, he filmed a dead body for, I mean, way longer than it ever should have been filmed for. I don't know the exact measurables on that. Um, apparently he was at that suicide forest in Japan and just thought it was a good idea to go on live on the internet and and let all of his 10 million or so followers and have a look well that's the problem well his his whole youtube up like he made like a shitload of money on his youtube but his fans were this is when like i mean it's not that long ago but it was still when it was kind of like when youtube stars were like he's probably one of the first kind of ones to come up other than like anyone with talent like Bieber but he had this channel where where these like tweens and young like his audience was younger and he was getting older 
So, like, he was doing, like, the quick edits, the fun edits, the, ooh, look what I'm doing. How crazy is this? I'm going to Japan. We're going to the suicide forest. Whoa, oh, my God. Oh, that's a real dead body. And then he got a lot of shit for that because he filmed a real person who had hung themselves. And then, like, throughout the backlash, he, like, survived. And his YouTube channel still, like, had all his devoted fans, like, how that he'd been building up for years. And he made a lot of money doing that. And then, like, recently he just fought in a boxing match against yes. who the who did he fight? But it was the it was the main card of like an actual boxing promotion event. Yeah. Lo- this was you know, Logan. He fought KSI. He fought this dude KSI, I thought. Yeah. But the two undercards were like legit boxers on his main card pay-per-view event, right? Right. Yep. Did you order it, Josh? <laughs> that was no, I that one I did not order. No, no. I felt like it was a pertinent question. Either way, this kid is just making money on top of money, being a heel. Like, I feel like he's he kinda, is a heel. He is a douchebag. He's, he's being he's a heel now. I think, I think he's a chump. On uh, purpose, though, he's yeah. making money being a heel. That's his thing. And I don't know what his brother does. I, I don't remember why his brother kind of has some notoriety too. Jake Paul. Do you know Josh? I don't know anything. I I know I know he fights. Um but beyond that, I, I don't pay any attention to this douchebag. Just because of the stuff you guys are talking about. Like he, he goes way beyond in in turn in my mind, he, he goes way beyond um, you know, what's acceptable. And I get that, you know, there's a value in, okay, you know, YouTube and content and pushing the boundary and this and that, but you have to draw the line somewhere. And this guy, I think, is just a, a, a douchebag. You know, that that's my take. Yeah. I, don't know. I think, unfortunately, I don't want to sound old on this. I think it's a generational uh, yeah, exactly. Generation that, that gap thing. thing too. I don't want to sound old to like be like, oh, uh, like get off my lawn that shit. But I really do think like you have somewhere this guy's a douchebag. He's a uh, he's from Westlake, Ohio. Are you familiar with that area of the country, Josh? I know Jared. Uh, <laughs> I'm familiar. Is that Mexico? Only buffers um, my belief that he's a douchebag. Buffers, I love I love that Mike found out today about Logan Paul and was like, <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> I didn't find out today about him. I just didn't realize him and his brother were separate people. Uh, and then there was this whole Gigi Hadid calling calling out. I guess Jake, Jake Paul, yeah. Um, and I knew that Logan had fought, but I guess Jake is a fighter. Yeah, right. I think they both. So I just box. got the two of them confused, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, it's the same conglomerate of douche that I'm remembering from me not liking this guy with the suicide video." Well, Logan was like this YouTube guy who would post his crazy shit, do all, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he decided I'm going to train to be a fighter, and he started setting up boxing matches. I, he wasn't like. A born and bred fighter. He he started off as like this YouTube sensation, and then all of a sudden he was just like fighting dudes. 
and it's like celebrity boxing, but right, they're right, making right. like way more fucking money off of it. Right, exactly. Yeah, he was oh, recently he been... started on Vine, according to uh, the Google blurb on him. Mm, I think he started on YouTube, went to Vine. Because I think Vine came after YouTube, right? <laughs> he has three first names, by the way. Logan Alexander Paul is an American YouTuber, internet personality, and actor, which is a stretch. As well as posting on his own YouTube channel, Paul has run the Impulsive podcast since November 2018, which currently has over 1.8 million followers. Yeah, Paul, fuck that podcast. Does Paul gained a following in 2013. Posting sketches, I appreciate the compliment, on the video sharing application Vine. And this is according to Wikipedia, actually. It just happens to be on the sidebar of the Google search. But uh, who knows? Maybe it was Vine. Maybe it was YouTube. Maybe it was just he got into social media at the right time and kind of did it all. First of all, dude's only 24 years old and he's filthy fucking rich. I know that much. So being a heel yeah, has worked out for him. What, well, what's rich versus being a douche? I mean, if you're a douchebag, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I couldn't agree. Uh, I just don't. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, but rich. I think I think he's only a douchebag to certain people. I think he, <clears throat> I think he's kind of a caricature of himself, which has got him his followers and his money. But I think if you sat down and chatted with him, I don't know if he'd be the douchebag you expect. You know what I mean? And I don't mean to give him credit. I'm just saying, like, you that's more and more the case a lot. Mm. This is a conversation for another uh, going green, I feel. <laughs> are you, are you hanging up on us? Now? Are you falling asleep? No, no, no. I just, I, that, that, that's very deep. I mean, that's very introspective. I mean, I do agree with Jerry in the sense that it... it is a persona and it's kind of like where does the well, look, you know I, I you mean, know come where, on. i'll save you from this one i agree with jerry in the sense that he's a human being we're just here we're just here giving hot takes and i'm just saying i think he's a chump i think he's a chump for what he's doing i think he's a <coughs> chump yeah it's easy to cross the line I feel like he just crosses it. Of course, um, but I'll 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 say this for anyone. I don't want to use the word generation because it's not like an age thing, but like anyone who's like striking it big now on internet platforms. I, you realize I'm not saying anything about he's big in any way to try and put him down. No, no, no. I know. What I'm just I, saying he has. I don't think he has. He lacks. He lacks a serious amount of couth. Which to me makes him mm. a fucking chump. Yeah, well, I think a lot of mm. kids growing up in this internet age lack a lot of empathy. And I think right. a lot of them are seeing people who are kind of like everyone who's getting big off of YouTube or Vine or Snapchat or OnlyFans or Instagram. It's like it's people with very little couth trying to stand out by going in the opposite direction of being like respectful or being right. someone with manners or or right. it's not just charisma right. it's like you have to make a splash you have to be wild and crazy you yeah. like that's the way people are getting traction on on internet platforms anymore so yeah. it's like you see the worst of the worst are right. coming up bigger and bigger and the bigger they get the more people are like hey whoa that guy's not like a cool dude 
like he's known for being wild and crazy and like he'll do it like that's that's what drives me crazy about all the internet shit right now it's like i'm not going to extend it to everyone though no it's not everyone i'm, I'm not saying say that not everyone i'm not it that's yeah, what i'm he, saying he, though he, like i yeah. think that's the trend that happened unfortunately yeah but that but i think it's because of people like him I mean, I think, right. you, you know, you, yeah, you could say, oh, well, that's what people want and that's blah, blah, blah. No, like, yeah, he didn't have to do this. He didn't have to, he didn't have to push the envelope like, to that point. Like, and I'm, I'm like a big free speech, uh, go, go your own way, kind of carve your own path person. But look, I just think he's a fucking chump and Whatever, man. Do you? I, I don't care that he has money. I really don't. I don't care that he's achieved fame. It doesn't bother me one bit. Okay, people are into it. That doesn't mean I am. I just think the guy's a fucking chump. I don't think anything he's done has really been like worthwhile. Now I haven't seen everything, but from like I, I went into a little bit of a dive on him today, and I'm just like, you know, I didn't even know you from your brother. You know, yeah. like, you, like, there's really nothing distinctive about you. I think it's a stroke of luck, which does happen. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, at the end of the day, I think he's a chump. You can disagree with nope. me, and I respect that. I agree with you is what I'm saying. I'm just <laughs> saying I think he's a product of the sign of the times. It's like all the it's, – it's the same thing as, like, all the SoundCloud rappers that I've never fucking heard of, but apparently they're all the biggest rappers – they're all the biggest stars in the world. It's like – they're all just doing shit for clout. And it goes the same for girls that have a million followers on Instagram that I've never heard of. Yeah. But they're literally just it's all tits and big asses. I don't think I don't think <laughs> not understanding like where masses of younger generations are <clears throat> spending their time, energy, and money necessarily like makes us old but i think what makes us old is generalizing to say that everybody is doing that now is it a lot of people are they falling into like popular trends yeah but i knew all the words of the backstreet boys back in the day and you know what that shit still slaps to me so yeah, but that was good that was slap. good clean fun <laughs> yeah when they were on the tarmac singing you are my fire i mean still slaps to this day you are you are you are the one desire you are yeah. so yeah no i i mean yes believe me and trust me, me trust Mike, me when i say people that were our age when we were 18 and that was happening fucking hated it and they were like everybody just loves over gelled hair and stupid yellow sunglasses all white outfits and that's all these kids are these days and that's what i'm trying to do here is be like no i think Fucking Logan Paul is a chump. I think Logan Paul's a douche. I think he got a following from, from going the extra mile, and people are just, like, not prepared to say, yeah, it was a mistake following him. I actually think he's a douche parade. They're just going, yeah. e no, e Logan Paul didn't mean it like that. Or what, whatever it is, so whatever person's trying to justify it, it's like the, the guy just doesn't have a moral compass, an ethical compass, and, yeah, okay, whatever, he's rich. I don't give a shit. Attention. Yeah. yeah, whatever, whatever will get him attention and followers. As I was saying, do it. like you guys disagree with me. You like Logan Paul. Like I get that. I'm just saying I'm not gonna lump everybody his age or younger into that category. True. I I I see what you're saying, and again, I do agree with you. I think, I think he's a chump. I'm just trying to say in the bigger picture, 
<clears throat> I feel like everyone's trying to clout chase, and I don't think it leads to a good end for anyone. Uh, <sighs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just broadening it past Logan Paul because, I mean... I get it. I mean... Like, he hasn't been... been relevant in, like, in a, in that sense... For for a few years, that's what I'm saying. It's like that was a couple. That was years ago. Like now he's just like now he's just famous for being rich for being that guy. Right. Exactly. So I know nothing about him. I know nothing about him. That's, I agree with you. I know nothing about. And that's and that's yeah. That's the thing. Like that's what it comes down to is that he's this amoeba that is just trying to gain clout and and hype and whatever it is that gets him paid. And look, I get it. We all want to make money in our lives. I don't think there's a cert anyone out there will tell you, oh, I don't want to make any money. But at the same point, you have to have some sort of moral compass, some sort of ethical compass, some sort of, like, backbone to just be like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Do you know what I mean? And And I think we've all made mistakes, and he's a young guy, and there's still time for him. And maybe... Yeah, he's just this social media monster now who has a network to support, and this is the only way he knows how to do it. I mean, I don't know his whole backstory, but from the outside looking in, I think he's a chump. Do I think people that watch him or follow him are chumps? No, I think they're tr looking for entertainment. You know, twenty five point two billion subscribers, five point three billion total views. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Betty from Green Gables doesn't have a YouTube channel sitting there telling you how to be a better person or how to, like, better your life or say, like, how you should treat other people. She doesn't have, like, millions of dollars. That's the problem. That's why these kids are going towards this trend of being like, oh, you know what? Fuck everything. Well, like, what, does it say more about Logan Paul? Or does it say more about society? Us? That's, society. that's that was kind of the point I was trying to get at. I don't think it's Logan's fault. I even though I don't agree with his message or what he does, I do think he's a chump as well. But I'm just saying, like, the trend, which what the whole internet age is about, is about trends. The trending, I feel like it went in the wrong direction, trending towards being that person, and like the good humanity people that they're still out there. Kind of have to sit and go, well, what about us? Where's our followers? Where's my money? Funny how? Funny like I'm a clown? <laughs> you Joe motherfucker, you! <laughs> yeah, I knew I was going to get one in there. All right, boys. Oh, uh, see, I said, I said, I said the J word. Josh. Joshy. It's always a pleasure, buddy. Take Thanks. care. Hey, Thank hey, it's always a pleasure being on. I mean... I just, it, it's just a pleasure being on. It's a pleasure just, you know, shooting the breeze with you fellas. And, uh, Jerry, we, we got to get you out of Las Vegas, Nevada. I mean, it's actually, uh, the strip is actually paradise. Uh, <laughs> I can't <laughs> it, wait. It, I can't wait to go. Let's, uh, yeah. hashtag get Jerry to Vegas. We'll get a sponsored, yeah. sponsored content piece. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, you, Mike, Mikey, you can tell him uh, offline, uh, off air, um, but but tell him, tell him. That's that's our right, Slinger. That's our little tell secret. Him.
No. You better tell me all about this mysterious land west of the Delaware. Oh, oh boy. Take care of your goddamn self. All right. Um, hey, and you guys keep on pouring it up. Yep. We going to do that. Bud Light Seltzer's going down easy tonight. That's and, right. Um, That's right. You, you take care of yourself. Tough as nails we are. Enjoy your Wednesday. <laughs> go Sabres. Allowed to play. Let's go Sabres. All right, going green. Wow, we had him on there for a while, huh? That boy was on one tonight. He was on one tonight. He was rambling man. For those of you um, and Josh, if you're listening back, uh, I'd like to uh, just explain it now. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, he couldn't hear the sound effects. <laughs> that uh, that we were all privy to, literally everyone listening, other than him. Um, but I felt like Jared did a good job of sort of timing out the repetitive uh, fight comments. If you miss what Josh was saying, I will um, give anyone his cell phone number who, <laughs> who emails Garden State Revelry and buys four tires from SimpleTire.com oh, using code Garden State. We need just one at this point. Can someone? Has no one bought that you asked, Andy? I, I didn't ask, but I can only assume... You guys fucking suck if you haven't bought tires. <laughs> I actually need tires, guys. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'll be the only one that uses the promo code. <laughs> no, but Jared does need tires. Use code GARDENSTATE at SimpleTire.com. If you need tires, you will get 5% off, bona fide 5%, and... That's about the only way to do it. The already low, low price. Yeah, we'll we'll notify you if there's other promotions going on. But <clears throat> the nice thing about this is if there's a site-wide sale of any sort, Code Garden State will still get you 5% off. On top. So check it out, simpletire.com. Watch some sales and get yourself 5% off your tires. Great. Get Jared some tires. Great live ad read, Mike. I will go back to Josh real quick, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And Josh, if you're listening back right now, I am sorry that I was giving you a little, I was just joshing you a little bit. Nice. I was giving you a little rib. You were droning on about the G League or whatever the fuck. And you know what? It was just kind of funny to give you a little background track. Love you to death. Love that you called in. We're going to be checking back in with you. But that was just a little inside joke for us in the audience. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I'm sorry about him diatribe on Logan Paul, but I just don't like the dude. I really don't. I don't know anything about Jake, so it's whatever. It's fair. Maybe it's just fair. it's funny to me. Like I don't mean to like attack you. No, I get that. I don't feel attacked. Just no, for the record. I know. I know. I'm just like uh I had your mentality like when when he like came up and was becoming big. I like had kind of my finger on the pulse a little, but not like enough. Where I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I hate him. Who the fuck is this guy? I hate him. And then, like, it's been, like, five, six years, maybe? And I was right. like, whatever, dude. I don't give a fuck anymore. Oh, see, I didn't hate him then. I was like, oh, I don't know who this guy is. And then when I saw the video, I was like, that's super fucking insensitive. And that was that. Yeah. But now there's just too much shit where he's just fucking out there. Just Again, it's this whole, like, he's in the marketing role now where he's just fucking a snowball. And he doesn't, he, like, none of it has ever stopped him. Okay, you you make one insensitive judgment. Like, I'm not going to fucking denounce you over that. But now we're just talking about a person who was just in the hype game so hard that it's just pitiful. 
from an outside perspective. I mean, and I'm not being objective. Obviously, that's my perspective. But I don't. I mean, I can't watch it, man. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, I never have. I've never watched one single thing he's ever done. I, I'm saying like this sounds like I'm being a contrarian, but I do 100% agree with you. Like I've literally never watched a single thing he's done. And, and I'm I, just literally offering up like. I mean, I hadn't counterpoint, <laughs> and the, but and like the whole like, oh, I'm sure he's a good person argument. It's like, I get that, I really do, I still do, because this is a total personality persona now. But you have this many followers. There's a certain. It's like you know when you're a professional athlete, are you a role model? Are you of these things? Yeah, yeah, you are. Unfortunately, you are. Mm-hmm. And I get it. All you ever did was be really fucking good at a sport. And then you got to this level, and people were like, well, we expect you to be a professional, and we expect you to be these things, and we expect you to be those things. And you know what? I don't find anything wrong with that. It's like, yeah, it's part of the job. You're a fucking role model. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to people who look up to you. You know, especially kids, but all people. And you need to take this responsibility seriously. I think that was one of my There's main- no checks like that in the YouTube game because people just come up. And so, in a way, I feel bad for them. Because there was no, like, YouTube fucking old head who was like, yo, man, when you make it, you got to respect it. That was my biggest gripe, I think, in the beginning and probably still to this day is, like, he got so big by having a following of, like, 13 and younger fan base when he was, he was like, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. And his fan base were, like, tweens, like, literally I, I tweens. wonder what percentage of them is jeweling now. Like what advertisers got to them? Oh, jewelers not cool. Jewels aren't cool anymore. And Trust how me. did he make money on it? Trust me, they're not cool anymore. <laughs> and I get you. I'm sorry to cut you off. I really am. No, it's just like that was like that was one of my biggest gripes too. Is like this 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 kid that is essentially my age, his like million fan million person fan base is like fifteen to to ten is the age range of his fan base. So, yeah, of course they're going to be like, ha, 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 Like, it's kind of just, like, shaping, un- like, I don't know if he was even meaning to, but, like, shaping the youth into, like, this mindset of, like, you act like me, maybe you can get followers and money like I do. Like, that was my biggest thing. Right. Well, I mean, I, I you know, and I, I, the only thing I can't do is, you know, give him credit for deliberately misguiding youth. You know what I mean? I I will say I don't think he has a moral compass. I don't think he developed one. I don't think he's got ethics. And I don't think he developed them. And and it's because of probably some sort of lack of leadership, right? And him being his own boss at such a young age to just be like, well, yeah, but, you know, I won't make any more money if I don't get any more likes and never taking a step back to go, well, at what cost? Yeah. Am I getting these likes and therefore this money? And, and yeah, nobody in his life really taught him that. It was just like, wow, I can't believe you're making money doing this, blah, blah, blah. Is, is what it seems like from an outlet, outside perspective. And I don't think that there's been much of an effort. I mean, there was an apology, right, and things like that. But really, hey, what what do you do here? You do something big. I think you do something drastic, and you say... Look, I, you know, I gotta go. I gotta figure. I gotta figure out more. I gotta talk to people who know more than me, and I gotta figure out 
th- the things that you know are worth sharing and the things that aren't because yeah i mean you want to do a live video of your life and people want to watch it to your point you're right we can't stop it maybe that is where people are headed i tend not to believe that i think the masses generally get it right um but yeah i don't know i'm heated on this one because i just did a little like what little research i did into it from my perspective now and this isn't from some sort of jade where like i hated the guy forever i thought it was a really insensitive stupid video when he you know filmed the body Mm -hmm. but i I mean what are you gonna I, i couldn't judge him just on that i mean that was his job. He was an influencer. He, you know, he, that's where he was. And in a way that's kind of a, something you expect to see when you're there. Yeah. That's why in an eerie, creepy, you hope you don't kind of way. Yeah. That was, that was weird to me because yes, it's disrespectful, but like that's a human being like that took their life, life. Um, but again, if you're literally like, a, a vlogger and you're taking this trip to the suicide woods that's kind of like a big get. It's like a paranormal documentary show where they go to a haunted house and they catch a ghost. Right. Again, you're not you're not like a parent, you're not searching for it, but I mean I could see in his mind as a guy who literally lives his but life if, doing but that. But if he had a finding people who had just killed themselves show, I would understand that. <laughs> yeah. Do you no, know what I'm saying? Like, I know. To your Dude, point. Dude, we spent far too long yeah. on Logan Paul. He's so irrelevant. There's, there's He's nothing so funny. irrelevant. There's nothing funny about him either. No, no. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's irrelevant. Let's attack him on Twitter. <laughs> it's not funny. I'll challenge him go, to a boxing match. Go Actually, up. he'd probably kick my ass. Oh, Dude he would kick, jacked. He would kick your ass. Yeah. I would hate that, too. Yeah. I would hate every bit of that. That would make you feel worse. Uh. <laughs> Let's just have everyone who hates Logan Paul, too, attack him on Twitter. If I get a Rocky montage, like, if someone makes me, like, a Rocky montage of my training, I'm cool with it. I'll go down just to get, like, a professional video Rocky montage. I'm kind of dressed like Rocky tonight. You do look like Rocky. Is you that think weird? you could take him? Rocky or I'll Logan? Shoot, I'll shoot the montage, bro. I'll edit it. I don't know. I don't I mean, think we we already know the song, so we don't even have to pick a song. <laughs> uh, no, what do we have? What do we have other than that, man? You pull up the group me real quick, make sure we covered it all. I mean, we I think we covered enough. I think so too. <laughs> we didn't cover it all, that's for sure, but we've covered enough. Um Yeah, I mean there's uh, There's more shit we could get into later. But yeah. it, it's, you know, there's not much going on. Besides the coronavirus and the debates, it's just been kind of just like bullshit stories everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just like... I tend to agree. Fluff. A couple quick things. Rick Moranis coming back, doing another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I am excited about that. Um, it, We just passed a 40-year anniversary. It's, it's one of those milestones that only counts in age, I think, 40 years. But 40-year uh, anniversary of the Miracle on Ice, which uh, to us hockey guys, very big deal. Big um, hockey guys. That was last week. Um, yeah, huge, huge. If if you haven't seen the movie Miracle, just go see it. Uh, rent it. It's probably free somewhere at oh, this point. For sure. Um, I think we've, over the last 98 episodes, we've definitely delved into that movie a few times. Um, yeah, so that, that, that happened, and um, 
go USA. Big patriotic moment there, beating the beating the Soviets. Great and, Kurt Russell performance. Oh, Kurt Russell. Oh. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Kurt. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, I don't think um, we got we got a hot take story that uh, really hasn't panned out all the way. We need more information, so we'll, we'll save that for next time. We do. Um, and I guess we could briefly touch on the fact that um, Jared's buddy, uh, Mad Mike. My buddy? The, fl- <laughs> the flat earther. <laughs> Why am I laughing like Michael Rappaport? <laughs> 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 my buddy. <laughs> Yo, that's not my fucking butt. <laughs> Yo. Uh, he's a flat earther, famous flat earther, um, who tried to rocket himself. If I remember who he is correctly, he tried to rocket himself along the Earth's flat surface, not too high, just so he could take a video of it and prove that the Earth was flat. Um, and that also did not go well. Mm, uh, it no. came into a crash landing where he, he almost he passed, almost passed in that. Um, but he died in, in this crash. Yeah, and the, the full video is online. Ooh. I've seen it. Um, it's on Logan Paul's YouTube channel. Yeah, Logan Paul filmed it. <laughs> No, um, I only br- I, I bring this up because it's interesting. Um, a few things. Mad Mike, we've talked about him before on the show, and we, we predicted that he was going to die doing this. Oh, yeah. And I he mean... did die doing this. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Um, we're, again, always right. <laughs> no no lines on that, unfortunately, on any <laughs> betting websites. But uh... Minus 10,000. No, but unfortunately, when this came out, like the video came out a couple of days ago, he did die. You can see the video. Um, apparently this guy was actually just a dude. He was a limo driver. He was doing a bunch of stunts. He, like, held a record for how far he jumped his limo over stuff. Really? Yeah. And then, um, his team came out after he died and said that they were using the flat earth nonsense as, like, a PR stunt to get more publicity for his, like, rockets and for him, like, going up in rockets and shit. Really? Yeah, so I kind of do feel bad now if that is the case for making fun of him. This guy just seems like he wanted to get a little limelight. He was building his own rockets. I mean, that is kind of amazing for a limo driver. I mean, it's cool. He is a daredevil. Look, I mean, I think, I don't know, I mean, how often I I search homemade rockets. But I don't search flat earth either. I mean, I guess if you're going to cling to something, you you know, you got to make it believable in some way. I don't feel bad necessarily, though. I mean, look, either way, if you're shooting yourself around in homemade rockets a bunch, whether you think it's a flat earth or a round earth, probably not going to end well. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's. No, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the sad part. Like, apparently this guy was just, like, legit a daredevil and to stir up, like, more publicity, he went flat earth angle. So, I mean, it is still sad no matter what. Sure. Tupac said it best, you know? Um. Yeah, I'd like to... Uh, Thug life. I'd like to just say that uh, I feel like this could have been funnier <laughs> tonight. It was a good one, right? We had a lot of debate. It was fine. But it was we, okay. We could have been funnier. For those of you still listening, uh, <laughs> hashtag still listening and hashtag funnier next time. We're pushing towards 100. We're almost there. We're almost there. It's 98. Good year. We've been saying that a lot. But um, we've got just one more episode until the big 100. Hopefully, 
We can sell 100 tires at simpletire.com oh, using code Garden State before then. Oh, God. Because Jared needs tires. I do. But you know what? Any, anything you want to add there, Jerry? No, that's it. Um, episode 100 is going to be a big one. I've, we've got a lot of interest. We're going to have, we're going to try and do a party episode where we have like a billion people up here, old faces, old names, old voices, some of the faves. We're going to get everyone up here. That's going to be nice. Um, yes, sometimes you get the doldrums of a Wednesday night with just me and Mike in the loft by our lonesomes on Whoa. keto. Doldrums? Yeah. All I said is it could have been funnier. Well, I mean, it's it's tough. Josh, sorry for making fun of you, but hopefully that lightened up your, your rants a little bit. You were really at 5280 for sure tonight. I believe you. Faux show. <laughs> Uh, and also, not much good news going on anyway in the news, you know? Coronavirus is real. Threat. Old so, pandemic. Uh, pandemic. You know, sleep tight. There you go. <laughs> um, all right, Smitty, well, well, thank you. I want to thank Josh for calling in. Well, calling us back anyway. And, um... Yeah, I mean, again, excited for episode 100, man. It's yeah. coming up. I don't want to skip over 99 in any way. I want to get good content out there, too. I'm get 99 but uh, look for 100 coming up not far from now. Going to be great. Uh, got a little track tonight. I'm excited about this one. It's Bryce Vine. It's off of Night Surf, Night Circus, I should say. It's called Glamorama. Night Surf Circus. Check it out. Nice. Yeah, Bud Light seltzers are delicious, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This has been the Garden State Revelry. We will see you next time. Do you want to go out tonight? We could go to some clubs. It'll it'll be fun. That girl a heartbreaker. Tell you to move along. That girl a high staker. She's so filleting y'all. Living in the city, fucking with the stars Whipping around a hundred thousand dollar cars, yeah She say her time is money, these niggas glad to pay Love a bottle service, what more she gotta say Bopping through the city on the boulevard Skinny dipping at the chateau on my mind She wildin', she got them Gucci Ruby shoes Dancing at the club, these niggas love the way she moves She riding out to a party in the hills Bumping on the coca cause she love the way Money sleep, money eat, money in that order With the posse knocking shots and doing drugs